0: social media because i learned so much from social media by seeing how different people live their lives some Mm -hmm. stuff like like gabrielle union Dwayne Wade. no one wants to see your post sex sweat
1: i don't know i find it entertaining i I find it entertaining i think see but see we depend on what industry you're in you can post those things like that like working in higher education you can only post certain things and then depending on where you work like where i work they don't give a fuck they're like that has nothing to do with your job and as long as you're not you don't have like your apparel for work while you're posting yeah. certain things or whatever. Because I mean, my director, he sees my posts all the time, and you know the kind of stuff I be posting on Instagram yeah, yeah. and Facebook too. So, but where I previously worked, I remember me and my homegirl, we posted something. We po- we had both got new jobs where she was moving, I was moving as well. Mm-hmm. And so we was we had a pool party with a bunch of our friends. And like when you live when you work at somewhere like Florida State, mm-hmm. it's in Tallahassee. It's yeah, not yeah. like it's a big city or whatever. So most of your friends end up becoming people from campus. So yeah, most of yeah. my friends were people at, from FAMU, FSU. And then I met a couple of people throughout the city, but for the most part from Florida State. So we're all on social media and yeah, like they'll yeah. tag me and post and I'm posting. And so we posted one picture where we're on the side of the pool eating chicken wings
0: yeah, and talking yeah. about,
1: we finally got our freedom papers. And that's what, oh, and wow. that's what I posted. And it was on. It was my post, not even hers. And they got mad at her, talking about you need to talk to Will. He needs to take that down. And I said, I wish. I said, this is my personal account. Okay. Don't hear about Florida State. So
0: I'm fuck y'all. Like, get the fuck out of here. And, and, and that's how I feel about social media, Will. Like, number one, I don't follow. Now the people, you know, I think it's, it's I think it's that general black rule that if mm-hmm. I follow you from work, that mean that you gang. Like, I really fuck yeah.
1: Oh, definitely.
0: So, yeah, because my like. My friends who I follow, we become friends. Like, I'm like, okay, I don't have to give you the conversation about what to say, what not to say. Like, we, you already know.
1: We know, yeah.
0: Yeah, and I just feel like, too, I mean, because people do make money from social media, but sometimes people are such head asses, Will. I'm just like, on social media, like the bio, like, where is... It put a whole it might as well be fucking so, linked
1: I'm i, mean, I just gonna an lie and kick it. Like those uh the bio is funny, those by the annoying bios with all that stuff in it is like when I at work when students email me and they have this long ass signature, secretary of Kappa Alpha Blah, uh treasurer for blah blah blah, yes, and
0: associate
1: president and blah 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 future physician like
0: get the what the fuck do you even want That's like so crazy <laughs> and my thing is too i just feel like you know i really do think capitalism informs a lot unfortunately in a lot of aspects of our personality like uh, a lot of people i shy away from not even shy away i don't ask anymore when you meet somebody what do you do i ask them about personal things like okay how you like where we are you know mm-hmm. like i tend to shy away from things like that because that can diminish people in their personality so to say but i say it to say with social media i post whatever the fuck i want on my social media i think it's for fun if you want to holler at me about some work go to my linkedin or find me you know right. <laughs> i just it's like niggas are taking the fun out of it like
1: yeah i be having like because like when you use, see those bios and all that like some of my friends who worked in working higher ed i'm like damn their whole twitter is their job as well like god dang like
0: Niggas I will never know in. where I work. You, you, don't, you don't even, you don't know where I work from Twitter. I mean, if you follow me, you know where I work from my Instagram, just a little snippets if you're looking yeah. in the background, but I'm like, I'm not putting to look, like, They be like, views are my own. I ain't gotta say none of that shit. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'm like, y'all scared of shit? Like, who right. y'all following?
1: Plus, also, like, that's why I don't, like you said, I don't do the question uh like, where do you work? What do you do? And all of that type of stuff. First of all, like, because I'm going on so many dates, I've learned that, like just like me, women don't want to hear that question either. It's such a surface level, easy type of question just to ask anyone. And a lot of people, j- just because you love your job, doesn't mean the ne- the person you're going out with loves their job. They might get paid nice, but hate their job and don't want to talk about it yeah. yeah. So, so I don't get down, bogged down in uh, those questions. I I ask questions like, if you could only listen to three artists for the rest of the year. What three artists are you listening to? Like those are
0: good question. I like questions like that. And I recently went on two dates <laughs> over the uh, break. I went on a date with one person. We actually went on a date in, uh, was it? We went in, on January 2020. And then like, you know, the pandemic. We, we cool. I feel like I found him goofy. He he joked too much. Like, I, I joke. He joked too much. Like, when it's not even the time. I'm like, okay, like, you can't do the same thing. Mm. <laughs> you never get no pussy. Read the, like,
1: <laughs> the room, nigga. Read the,
0: the room, nigga. Mm. So we went to go see a journal for George. He's a, a cool guy, like, nice guy. He yeah, is. sounds
1: like a homie.
0: He's a homie for sure. When yeah. I went to say, I said, Yeah, he's not making a vagina tingle. He's
1: definitely
0: a friend.
1: Right. I can go out to eat with you. I can hang out, but. Are you satisfied you say so? I go out to eat with you. <laughs> Shoot. Yeah, you we can go get Margaretio. You seem like a fun hang. He's a he's a fun hang. <laughs> I, I went out fun. with the chick too, and I was just like, she's a fun hang. Like I'd invite her over for game night with the with all my friends, but I ain't trying to invite you over for a romantic night.
0: <laughs> and it's like it, to me is like because <clears throat> with friends, <clears throat> I know people use the word. I don't have sex with any of my my uh my male friends, you know. It's like
1: I used to. Well not my male friends, but you know
0: <laughs> your I mean. women. Well growth. You grow. Yeah, I used grow. to
1: grow. Yeah, he's kicking it. <laughs> he is kicking it.
0: What a nigga thing to say.
1: <laughs> what better way to bond?
0: <laughs> than part than bumping s- uglies. Yeah. So uh, then
2: the
0: other guy I wanna date with, like that was I'm okay. He, he yeah, like he, he he can get it. He give me he can get it. In my mind, I'm going a date. I'm like, can I see myself having sex with this person? <laughs> if I, I mean, can't, if I can yeah, friend. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, where so have you been going on a lot of dates?
0: No, um, honestly, no, because um, I mean, I'm not trying to like, all work and no play, but you know, I finished my degree last year, so you know you're working right. on that, and I was intentionally single. And, um, you know, did I have a pandemic cut, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, at the beginning, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're ignorant, bro. <laughs> but,
0: but as far as being in a relationship, you no, know, then dating is like how am I gonna date? No, I, I was booming and bunking last February. I ain't gonna lie, cause my she's friend, so
1: old and country booming and bunking.
0: <laughs> I my two of my friends hooked me up with two different guys, like blind dates or whatever. So I was like, okay, you know, I got a little, got a little action going on. So.
1: Where'd you where'd you go? Like, where have you been on first dates?
0: Um, I've gone to uh, what's that place in Cobb uh where they got bowling and pool? Main event. Main event that was a fun date. Um, I live near there, go out to eat. I grew up around in uh, Smyrna. Going out, oh, really? to, I like, I always suggest Mexican for first dates because the vibe is.
1: I life. always do Mexican for first dates, I um, always do
2: that.
0: Um, where else have I gone? I'm trying to think. Oh, the um, I went to TGI Friday on Camp Creek because you know it's like a club slick. They can become a club. You
1: Friday's is?
0: Camp Creek. They be having of a course. DJ. Of
1: course over in Camp Creek, of course.
0: Watch your back, but it's, it's a vibe. Uh, of
1: course. Yeah, watch your back, but you're going to have fun, though. You're
0: have fun. But
2: keep, going... keep your hands
1: on your pockets. <laughs>
2: what
1: you keep say? Your your, keep your hands on your pockets, though. <laughs> Someone going to slip is that
2: horrible? <laughs> you're
1: going to have fun, though. Just keep your hands on your pockets. <laughs> That's horrible because this culture.
0: Second <laughs> date, I've gone to the um the Ferris wheel. Yeah, I, I just like fun, interactive first dates and the, and the conversation has to be good. I don't want the movies. No, I did that like my early 20s. Never do the movies for a first date.
1: That is, that is very high school, early uh, college.
0: It's very my mom dropped us off and we got to go right back.
1: <laughs> yeah, that is definitely that. I always feel like I, to me, I feel like first date, I think first, the first date, your first time meeting them or whatever, something simple, just going to a Mexican spot, we can have a margarita, have some Mexican food, great, can have conversation. And for me, that's enough for a first date, because just from the conversation and the vibe, you can tell you on the second date. And then I feel like the second date is something interactive. So even like bowling is mm-hmm. simple enough, going to main event, because there's so many different types of game stuff you can do or even maybe going to a museum and there's so many different I love museums that
0: is my favorite
1: and so I think like some interact like going to a museum and then going to get a bite to eat or something to drink or ice cream I don't know
0: because you need ice cream ice cream fun as fuck but you niggas (laughs) niggas are not about to coffee date me starbucks date me and as fun as that for me I'm I'm very angry because the way I've seen it shut up the way I've seen it (laughs) is to me it's like people like oh the dating pool has piss in it okay that's cute but it's life like you it's what you make it you know you got and the people.
1: market is saturated there's so many people out here dating and so many single people
0: yes and, and just like there are a lot of good men good women those who are non-binary like i know plenty of good women who um, are fun you know they're not bitches even thick and they single i know you know a lot oh, of them, definitely you know, got good jobs and they're just single so it's just you know you haven't made each other yet but i can't stand you know when i was on a dating app and that's another so we'll talk about dating apps but you know some of these men's profiles be scary the minute they start saying stuff about passports and travel left What's gotta you mean? work out every day left let's build a leg hold
1: on hold on why? why why do you, so why the first part, the travels and passport why i know on that
0: Cause you know, you know how us niggas get, we get carried away with stuff. We just, we just, we just run out. So I just, face nothing wrong with traveling and stuff, but it's like, it becomes very elite and classes. Yes,
1: yes it does, with, yeah.
0: And it's oh, like, you don't,
1: why don't you travel? Like they, like somehow they put themselves on a pedestal because they travel more than someone else. Like what if someone else doesn't have a job conducive to allowing them to travel? Or what if someone just doesn't like to travel?
0: like. Cause you went to school I, them with fifteen people, so the price is different, sweetie. You paid thirty dollars <laughs> for your trip.
1: So or fine. you stayed in a raggedy ass place. And I'm one of those people that when I travel, yeah. I like to stay in a nice ass place. Like when I travel, when I vacation, I want to do a little bit of everything, and a little bit of everything is relaxing and doing nothing as well. Yeah. I don't. I'm not one of those people that if I'm out, if I'm gone for four days, I don't need to be out all day every single day.
0: Oh, a packed itinerary. Pack-
1: we can go out during the day for one of those days and then be back at the crib that, that evening and playing music and cooking and drinking and smoking and vibing and all of that. But then those other times, yeah, you know, let's go out and stuff. But I got to have a nice, nice place to stay. And people don't mind going and staying at some fucking haunted hotel for $3 a night, sort of. I see. They're like, nah, I, wanna, I need a nice place to stay in. Plus, I just don't love the process of traveling. Like. Going to the airport and catching flights and Ubering and packing and carrying and my luggage really tra- right
0: there because I'm I depending on where I'm going. Um, because the last trip I made, I went to uh L A, and that was so fun, man. That was a fun trip. But it's like I like to. I'm not driving in L A. Not luckily, one of my line sisters she drove. Like she rented a car. When I'm traveling, depending on the city, I don't want to drive nowhere. Let's Uber it. Uber me, please. I'm not, yep. I'm trying to relax. I'm not trying to cook. And we stay in a really nice Airbnb.
1: But and see, but- for me, I'm my bad. But if I'm traveling with friends, I do want to cook one of those nights because, you know, that's how I show my love. So if I'm with people that I really fuck with and I love and care for, I'm going to want to cook one of those mornings or nights or something like that, though. I definitely, I also like getting a nap in on the trip. So.
0: Will I'm a I am a napping person. I'm like, what time we gotta get? Cause, cause especially when you switch in time zones, traveling leaves you fatigued. Like you'd be tired. Like even you if straight.
1: it ain't time zones, you just just tired. You're just oh. exhausted.
0: And the first day shouldn't be packed. Like, let's just get no. something to eat and come back to the house and talk about how <laughs> the house is. Take videos on Instagram and then the next right. It's <laughs>
1: <That's laughs> so true <laughs> though. Like that's I feel like, yeah, that first night, like like let's look at let's say you're going on a four-day weekend or something, you get there on a Thursday afternoon. The Thursday afternoon, depending on, let's say you're standing at Airbnb, me and the people I go with, we like to have food at the place. So we all going to go to the grocery store when we get there, buy a bunch of stuff for the house, and then I'm probably cooked that night. We all going to have drinks, laughing, playing games, kicking it, and then the next day, we start going out and going to all these places and stuff. But that first night is for vibing at the crib, unless you're standing in them raggedy-ass places and
0: LA was so fun. Oh my gosh, I want to go back. I'm definitely, the sun different in LA. LA was really yeah. a vibe. I really enjoy LA. That's
1: how I feel about the Florida sun. Like, that, the Florida sun is different than sun yeah. in Atlanta and wherever I am. Like, that's what?
0: The look of disgust on your face. <laughs> <But I think laughs> say you sick that... of these niggas when I say you sick of these niggas.
1: <laughs> well, I'm sick of these niggas. <laughs> Because, like, me, I'm, I'm more of a, like, when it comes to having fun and all that, I'm more of a laid-back type of energy. And everybody here is just always trying to be on the scene and so damn extra and always in a rush. And everybody's got to be the flyest. I'm Everyone's the time, rich. Yeah, every, bro, I, like... Everybody somehow, got money.
0: Everybody got fucking money.
1: Somehow, <laughs> I, nigga,
0: everybody I,
1: I, is making money here somehow.
0: Everybody gets... And that's something I think is interesting, too, because... For me, being from here, and I say for context, I grew up OTP outside of the perimeter, so Cobb and Clay, because
1: we had one of my homegirls, my homegirl who's from Atlanta. She mm-hmm. actually grew up in Smyrna as well. She mm-hmm. was giving us the whole rundown of the different areas and what OTP means. And well,
0: these niggas that. get carried away. And to me, the type of city that Atlanta is, you're not you're not just gonna stay in your respective county or your side of town because you have to interact with your city. Number mm-hmm. one, your mommy your daddy name, it worked. Everybody mom would probably working North Atlanta done with us working downtown. So, I grew up in Smyrna and so Smyrna and then we moved to Austell. So, um uh, whatever the exit is, we would get off at uh I guess it was MLK. Did
2: we get off at MLK.
0: Whatever Cascade exit is, that's when we get off to go home. So, you interact I will you know, I live on the south side now but uh, I grew up going to Cascade Skating Rink. So, when people talk about going to Skate Zone or whatever here, I was, like, in high school. Like, I didn't go there. But anyway. Skate
1: Zone is where... Who went to, Who went there?
0: Big, uh, Lotto. Big Lotto. Like, it's, like, a skating rink on the south side. Okay, and, uh, south side. Berkley.
1: I was just saying, like, what, sit, like, what areas probably
0: Play.
2: goes there.
0: Okay. Uh-huh. So, uh, I say that to say, I don't know. The city just... It just changed. Like, I just...
2: How do you feel
1: like, by say, has it changed since you've been an adult? Do you feel like, it ha- well, how has it changed?
0: Yeah. Uh, Atlanta has always been a city for opportunity. You know, like right. that's just, I see, I see the appeal. I think we moved here in like 94, 95. I just feel like the emphasis is more on everybody having money. Like it went from come here to have an opportunity and to make, have opportunity and to make it to now it's like, it's like a, a wealth thing coming to Atlanta, like oh, like oh, I got money. I'm in Atlanta. I'm I'm brunching. It's just oh, so so. I like own girls don't be on that shit, but I be seeing
1: it. No, so you're saying like it went from like people come to Atlanta to like just make something of themselves and like build something, build a career or whatever. Now people are here to flaunt and in my show. Off.
0: Yeah, and yeah. I, I'm just saying, I totally feel that. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with shining because one thing I do like about it here, and I had to get used to it when I went to Kentucky, like. I'm so used to seeing businesses and Range Rovers
1: and black people, like it's nothing to me. And I like, will see one in Bowling. they will be
0: like, Oh, they got it around. I'm like, well, first that was Bowling Green, Kentucky. So of course, nigga. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, nigga. Like, that's last year. <laughs> it bro. was
1: bur well, it was barely any black people there, anyways. And most true. of the black people was there for college true. or they worked at WKU. <laughs> so that's a so that lost the line, line, but yeah. But <laughs> it is true because even like I mean, I'm from Louisville, obviously, and so oh. it's it's, I mean, we see more in Louisville, of course, but not, but it's still not like Atlanta. Atlanta is just such a totally different, no matter if, even if you're from a big city, it's don't have the black culture of black money like it is, unless you're from like DC or Detroit back in the day or something. But like, so it's, it's like the same. It's not necessarily with black people, but the whole part of like like in Florida like people move to New York normally so they can make it you know like they move to New York to become an actor to become an artist just to make it somehow yeah, but people yeah. move to Miami to show off that they already made it and they're trying to stunt and everything Atlanta is people who they're just trying to be on the scene and you haven't done anything yet but somehow you have this false sense of ego you got to be the shit like you like you act like you already like you, Niggas is walking around like they're all like Drake. Like, they all think that they're Drake. Like, Drake is one of the most successful artists of all time, nigga. Who do you, like, you have a podcast. <laughs> like, that will be like me, like, having a podcast with, I have a nice amount of subscribers for who I am. Yeah. that will be like me walking around acting like I'm the biggest podcaster in the country or something. Like, or I'm the biggest radio host or, like, I'm Steve Harvey or something. And that's how, that's how niggas do in Atlanta. And I try to tell right. people. By one of my little younger homegirls, she's from uh, she's from LA, okay. And then she lived in Boston for four years, and now she's in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And and as I be trying to tell her about like she said before she moved here, she was just like in all Atlanta was just what she sees on Twitter from like All Star Weekend. Like that's how I, that's the only time they really see Atlanta when people are here partying and stuff. And I'm like, yo, it's regular folk here. We just regular we go to work regular? like we. There's just there's a lot for us to do though, especially on the weekends. But most of us regular folk, we're not out partying Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Like we have jobs that we gotta get up for at six, seven in the morning. I'm telling you. These other folk are here visiting or vacationing, or like you have the large celebrity culture as well, but then you have the people who move here just to be on the scene. And somehow they just whatever paycheck they get, they spend their last paycheck on going out to whatever club or
0: and it's just wow and don't get me wrong like i'm not i love black success and i love seeing it i'm not saying oh you know um don't celebrate you know how you live well, when you ain't life. done shit like because you got people who get money here for real for real like lawyers dentists got things oh, like yeah it's like educators like but it's just it could just get real annoying like real quick because like, have the
1: to... You have the very the different, you have like the people who move here to be partying so they can post pictures, that they're out popping bottles and in VIP, but then you have those like the men and women who have very good careers and they may be just lawyers and doctors or software engineer or whatever they are Not and a make head it.
0: Ass about it and you know, right they and
1: they're it. elitist and real head, and it, they just think that they're they're the um black elite of atlanta
0: <laughs> and some people come here like no the city first of all ain't nobody in their right mind moves downtown intentionally no one moves uh, downtown and depending on where area bucket ain't nobody rushing the bucket either because Buckhead been a trip and Buckhead started popping off around 2015, I can say. Like that's Mm -hmm. when you start really hearing shit about stuff going down in Buckhead. So I don't know, some people just say stuff because it sounds good. I'm like, I don't want to I live on the South Side. I live, you know, in Clayton. I I I think about my commute to work and I think about prices, you know, of rent and stuff. Like I'm not trying to pay. $2,500 Twenty five hundred
1: dollars for a one bedroom? that's not even worth it, like. No. Bro, that's why. Like, I was I was dating this one chick. She lives downtown Atlanta, and I do not know why. Because I mean, it's a nice place. Hardwood floors, huh? and big ass patio, and it's but it's one of it's a loft, though, and it's a one bedroom, one bathroom, and she's paying like twenty two hundred or something. I'm like, bro, it's doesn't include no type of utilities or anything like i just i can't do it like i like living in smyrna i like the area of smyrna but i do get tired of the drive though with traffic like when there's no traffic it's not a big deal but i do miss those mornings where i can just wake up late and get to work in 15 minutes or something you know i love
0: decatur though decatur is my favorite no lie like
1: wait a minute which part gentrified decatur uh
0: (laughs) i like now how can i say this because um, I do love Decatur I culturally I love the black parts of Decatur like yeah Canada and stuff but the gentrified just because it is I'm, I'm talking about livable as far as apartment space I'm not talking mm-hmm. about livable as far as environment because I love my people like and I was reading something two years ago in the AJC this black man was walking down the street Indicator. Um, I always say I classify gentrified, so closer to the farmers market, the cat farmers market. And mm-hmm. one of his neighbors called the police, and him talk about he fit the description. So I don't want no shit like that, but I do want like the, I do want the renovated spaces. Yeah, and, I, and, I, and it's hard to talk about renovated without talking about gentrification, unfortunately. But I do want a nice living space. That's just period. So yeah,
1: because I like I love living out here in Smarter because it's like when I leave Atlanta. When I leave from work on a Friday, I mean, yeah, I'm in a different city, but, you know, I feel like I'm in a whole different vibe. Like, yeah, it might still be traffic, but it just feels like it's it's like me getting from me getting from day from downtown to Smyrna is like when a woman gets home and takes her bra off. It is like a huge relief when I get out. I'm like, who now when there's a game going on? Because, you know, I'm down the street from the battery. So, oh my god. So I had to learn when I first moved here cuz I moved here in August of 2019, so yeah. right in the middle of baseball season. So I quickly had to learn cuz that was my exit where the battery is. That was that's where my exit normally is. I had to start looking at the schedule to figure out if there was a game cuz if there was, I was either going to leave work earlier or just take a different way home cuz that shit was oh um, my I would get I'm only like 10 minutes from the exit if that much it would take me 20, 25 minutes to get home from the exit when there's gay. Go home through
0: downtown though. You're gonna come out by um
1: I go through downtown when I come home now and then take and get on the interstate at what was it like 14th Street or something like that. Like I get on the interstate down there. And uh, but then sometimes when I just feel like it, I take the street way all the way home. And it's you know, only you
0: know what I'm been- talking about it then, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I'll take the streetway all the way. I don't win I in my two and a half years, I've really been here two and a half years as well. But in my two and a half years here, I've learned about nine different ways to get home because especially my I first do. couple of months, I, I was trying to teach myself different ways and all that. And some of those ways I was going an hour out and stuff, all right? Because my sister has my location and she texts me and uh she said I was just looking at your location and me and Jerome was sitting here trying to figure out why the hell is Will all the way on this side of town. I said, I'm just trying different ways. I was I was stressed that first a month. I do not tell your sister? Way.
0: I remember meeting her years ago. Oh, she's she's at sweet. the gables. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, with, the
1: jacuzzi. That was when she was that was when she was moving to Atlanta because she had moved to Atlanta Ooh. for a little bit. Yeah. She that was when she was on her way and she stayed in Bowling Green for a night or two and hung out with us and stuff. Cause she, I remember us wow. being at the pool and all of that. And she was in Atlanta for a little bit, but her roommate, which is a girl we grew up with and like family, but they just didn't she was here in Atlanta on her party and thing. Her roommate was. So it did, and so yeah, so she was she was one of those true folk moving here, partying on Sundays, Mondays, maybe take a oh, break too. Today.
2: Roommate?
1: Her roommate, not no Janae, okay. definitely wasn't
2: doing all that. Heck no,
1: because Janae had already graduated and all that. She was. I
0: think it's something with yeah, I, I do remember. I I remember her telling me, "Yeah, wow, time flies." Oh
1: my god, sure does. But yeah, I, like I said, if I had moved, if I was here at twenty one, twenty two, I'd probably been out partying like crazy. I would have, it depend on who I got cool with, though, because I'm fine being at home doing nothing, but then, like, I mean, even at that age, but if I ended up being cool with people that like to go out, I would have been going out all the time if so I was he, here at 22.
0: It's interesting because all of my, like, the my adult years, where I developed in Kentucky, like, you know, 18 to, like, 20, uh, I turned 22, January, 2012. yeah, so. When I came back, I came back to Atlanta January 2013, I came back. So it's like, I haven't learned, like, what, what's, what's the spots to go? Because, you know, I was yeah. out of town as an adult, so it's not, I don't know much about the club scene here, so, but I'm not much that's, of a club person.
1: Yeah, that's like me when I go home to Louisville, I know nothing about where people go anymore whatsoever. I got to Google places or I ask... Ricky and all of them and stuff, but I do not know because, I mean, I haven't lived in Louisville since I was 18 when I moved to, co- to college.
0: As so. far as club, but it's safe unfortunately. It's safe. You said 4th Street? Yeah, 4th Street Live. Like, for- When's like, the last
1: time you was there?
0: I was there on 4th Street uh, September... Uh, 2019. Because I, I feel
1: like most people, like Black folk, don't really go there no more. Don't
0: nobody go to forge I was like, okay.
1: because that was racist. Like Fourth Street Live was racist and stuff. Like you go in there, a day they'll kick you out because your sleeves are past your elbow. Like your sleeves can't go past your elbows. Like just all kind of random shit. So Black folk finally got tired of going, or whatever. So even especially even by that time, it probably wasn't hardly no Black folk when you went in 2019. Cause black that folks sick and t- sick and tired of that shit. It's just got so annoying. Most Where of mine.
0: going Louisville to party, nigga. I just said I don't know. <laughs> well, you know not, I thought you would like know now or something. I don't know. I'm like, oh, I just there's I
1: know. I know there's different people that throw parties now. Like it's not I don't I don't know what clubs people go to, but I know that there's people who like throw parties and all of that. But I remember when I was home. I, when I went home for, uh, before Christmas. That was the first time I've been home since before the pandemic. Like, I hadn't been home since May 2019. So it had been over two years since I've been home. The Indies? Huh?
0: Did you eat some Indies?
1: Does it burn shit in the woods? Okay, okay. Man. Yeah.
0: Hell man. yeah. I, mean, I be having random And Big Mama's clothes. That hurt. That cut me deep. I'm like, damn. Where's Big Mama's? The Soul Food was in West End in Louisville. Big. That
1: must have been built after I was gone for real. Because like I said, I never go home for real. When I lived in Florida, I only went home twice a year. So once during the summer and then uh, over Christmas and New Year's, the only time I, I uh, went home.
0: I'm looking a little bit more now.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, um, you know, we just started talking. So I didn't even introduce you. You want to uh, introduce yourself?
0: Yeah. You? yeah. <laughs> Hi, my name is Jasmine. Last name, not applicable. Um, Jazzy Bill. Jazzy Bill. I have known Will since western kentucky since what i want to say what i you since
1: where year did you get to wku
0: 2008, fall
1: 2008.
0: when i started coming over to zach i probably well
1: we probably met well we it was before uh we probably met spring on when did you start dating uh your ex boo um
0: ooh.
1: do you remember
0: march 2009
1: so we met around that time then, spring cause, on 09.
0: Cause, cause uh, y'all was, I think I was barbecuing in front of Zach, and I think so I saw somebody rolling a black and mouth. I said, "Oh, this lit over here."
1: <laughs> Who was rolling the black? Cause I know it wasn't me.
0: Somebody was. I saw a black and mouth. I saw a black and mouth. I said, "Oh, this is different." Hey,
1: when we got to Zach, we got a little bit more. Uh, we blackened it up.
0: Zach oh, was lit though. Zach was fucking lit. I was like, okay. <laughs>
1: See before, but when my freshman year, when we first got there, Zach was nothing but like white folk, and then basically an upper class like some black upperclassmen, and then nothing but white people and stuff. And then sophomore year, me, Isaiah got in there, and then Tiffany was in another dorm. I can't remember what dorm she was in, oh. but they they put her into uh, Zach as well. So it was just me, Tiffany, and and then like some like seniors and stuff, and uh, and Ricky's cousin, and Ricky's cousin Toya was in there as well. Yeah, so yeah. they were
2: Toya. She's and sweet.
1: And then wasn't really nobody else like that was our year, like sophomores or anything, was in there. And then when we came back junior year, your freshman year, all the black folk was in, we was all getting up in there. We, that I, was
0: lit, because kiana we, was the uh whatever they call the people, uh hall director or whatever. And then I was she? And Kellen worked the front desk. And what was the other? It was a white guy. He worked the desk, too. I forget his name. He's tall. Oh, you,
1: I don't remember their names, bro. <laughs> I don't remember no white people's names from college. <laughs> I don't remember white people's names unless I work with them.
0: <laughs> hey. Slick. Slick, though, you know? Slick.
1: Unless I work with you, white folk. I don't know your name, bro. You are i just remembering white people's names
2: like that?
0: <laughs> it was lit. <laughs> Yeah, my name is Jasmine Newville from Western. (laughs) I am an Atlanta native. Yeah.
1: Straight out of Atlanta, ho. Straight
0: out of Atlanta, ho.
1: When you were in, um, all right. We, you know, we didn't do none of the segments ahead. All right, we're going to take a break, guys, and, uh, we'll be, uh, we're back. All right. So we're going to go with what's usually my first segment of the show, a uh, segment that I like to call Minimize Your Fucks. So um, imagine you have only five fucks to give for the entire week. <laughs> um, how do you balance out what to give a fuck about? Like, How do you keep your peace, your sanity? How do you not give too many fucks
2: out here?
0: Okay. Five. Okay. Feels <laughs> that are not Um, pressing. So if I have a power bill, like I gotta pay, like I ain't gotta put nothing on it. I ain't gonna worry about that. I'm like, shit. I just, I pay rent first.
1: Just pay rent first. Rent,
0: rent, like (laughs) rent. Shit, I don't care. As long as I'm in this bitch, the lights keep me out But I'm in this bitch. (laughs) (laughs) So bills that are not pressing, I just acquired that mindset. Um, let's see. Things that I cannot change, and that's a big one, you know, family, different people's attitudes or so whatever. I could just traffic and traffic. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um. Oh. Um. Um. Oh, you know, this. I think this is on time. Uh, because it's the new year. Right? <laughs> well,
1: I'm pouring for people who aren't watching. I'm pouring a mimosa but it's very clear it's mainly champagne so
0: Cute.
1: i like the color i mix them i mix them with these no sugar sparkling ice oh. yeah instead of all that sugar with the orange juice and stuff i mix them with the different these different flavors and stuff i normally get the mango orange one and it tastes really good with that one so when
0: you're holding it that it's real good the finger
1: is uh... my pinky's out
0: yeah um even though um...
1: with this cheap Cheap champagne. Andre. LaMondre.
0: Shut up, Andre. I
1: got that LaMondre. <laughs> anyway, it's my bad. You were
0: saying. I, uh, uh, not pressing bills. Uh, things I can't change. Body. Because it's the new year. Everybody talking about body resolution. There's nothing wrong with that. Be healthy. I'm healthy, but I'm like as far as the physical, these niggas don't get what everybody I give them. I've had no complaints. So, yeah, that's that. So, so stupid. Uh, what's another one? Um oh um being productive like you know as long as I'm doing what I need to do and like showing up what I need to going beyond that right now is just too much for me it really is like we in a pandemic not using that as an excuse but it's like I think I'm tired so all the extra and then um hold
1: on Uh, so remember what your last one is but just on that my supervisor texted me last week and she was like, "Is it just me, or is it just really hard to be productive and get work done?" She said, "It's really hard for me to just work right now," and I'm like, "Well, I'm glad that you, as my supervisor, felt comfortable saying that to me." Uh, and I think she was making sure that she was like, "Well, we, I just want to let you know if you're feeling that way, it's okay, because we are too. Yes. It is hard. It's hard to be productive, especially with now, like working in higher ed, where I'm going, I go back to work full time." and then the la- the year and a half prior to that I was only in there once a week and then for what like 4 months we didn't even have to go to campus whatsoever and I only did Monday morning meetings and now we're going back to being virtual and I only going twice a week and it's just all over the place so yes I feel you on that uh what's your last one
2: um
0: i could give i could give i mean this is an unpopular opinion but I can give zero fucks about black women in luxury. I'm so tired of hearing about that shit. What you mean? What you mean? Because we know, first of all, ain't nobody had tell me I deserve nice things. I've been through that shit, but shout right. out to learned that. There's nothing wrong with that. But every time I see black girl in luxury, niggas be unboxing a purse or some shit. Like it goes well. Is there before. like a hashtag?
1: What do you mean, black girls in luxury? Black what? women
0: in luxury is very popular right now. Like awesome.
1: a hashtag and people like post pictures of black women like
0: hashtag a lifestyle change things, like buy yourself my stuff. Now we know that transcends so
1: that. all materialistic stuff basically.
0: Yeah, it, well, when we know it transcends that, but every time I'm seeing like you're unboxing a Gucci thing, it's just it's just the same shit. It's oh like, wow, yeah. So
1: it's an actual Instagram page.
0: Yeah, black women luxury. I give zero fucks about um the uh the head assness aspect of it.
1: Do you feel like I've been thinking about this from time to time? Do you feel like with social media, especially over the last couple of years, not as much when we first got on there when we were in college, but do you feel like it's gotten so much more vain and materialistic now? Like it's just it's like because on one end, it's like at the at the at the core of it, it's like a lot of it's created because we're you're proud of what you have and you've probably worked hard for it. And you maybe want to do show other Black people like, hey, we can all do this. But now it's turning into more like, look who I am. Look what I do. Like, we're so fucking vain. It's just men and women constantly posting pictures of themselves. Like, you go to someone's Instagram. Someone will follow me on Instagram. And so I go through their page to see if I want to follow them back. And there's so many women who just every single picture is just from her, like her cleavage up. And it's like, is that like, yes, you're very attractive. I'm not hating. But I like to see people's personality in their social media. And there's no way your personality is just your attractiveness. The same way with, like, with, with men, how their personality is, like, their height. Like, your personality is money. Your personality is showing off your, that your man buys you these bags. Or, like, god dang, it's so materialistic and vain now.
0: And I feel like, because it's different, because social media is, and, and, and again, it depends on how you curate your timeline. I I've entertained from my timeline, and I learned a lot from my timeline.
1: Hold I on. So know, what do you – my bad, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: Um, it's one project. I forget what it's called, but it's like – because selfies can be really – one thing I do like about social media is that, especially for marginalized populations, we affirm ourselves, and the things that weren't looked at as beautiful. You
1: are such a higher ed professional, bro. <laughs> I mean, my gosh, you – Yo, for all my friends who are not in higher ed, hearing that is how women in higher ed speak, right there. That they, they use words like "affirm" on Saturdays while they've been drinking and shit. They tr- transcend, and marginalized and the Like my God, I gotta stop dating higher ed women.
0: I I, I I like to learn shit, but even more so, like I like how things go beyond at heart. <laughs> I am a learner. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I just you higher
1: have to... ed professional we know nigga.
0: <laughs> so like things that we don't look we normally did not look at. It's beautiful. It's mainstream now. Like yes. Not thick women in the curvaceous sense, but and I say this respectfully because this is how that population uses it, fat women just fat women we view them as
1: bbw
0: bbw you know <laughs> so for me it was one page where was like a selfie project and it, it, it was something sensuality where they encouraged it's like a community where they take sexual pictures and send them amongst each other so i liked it i like it for that reason but um i forgot what was the question you said <laughs> what did
1: you oh, social media got so materialistic and vain and you're talking about the black women in lecture and i said at the core it's you at said you like it because yeah, at the core it's supposed to be this, but now it's just like
2: surface level. It's, vain. Like,
1: it's it's so surface level and vain now. Like you go to like to a woman's social media uh to her bio and she's like forty dollar DM fee. I'm like, God dang, niggas gotta I
0: never heard it. it's a DMC.
1: Yes, like a lot of women have that in their bios. Like it's first
0: of all how we notice you. And I feel like this too. A lot of shit don't make, I do believe in paying black people, but sometimes niggas will just be talking. Niggas is already put on. I'm like, what the fuck am I buying a badge for in your life? I'm not doing this. Like, what what am I paying you for? It's
1: just people, it seems we're just so vain and stuff and everything is about first of all, yes, yeah, everything is transactional. And I'm like, y'all can't all men and women included. Can't all be prostitutes like this, where every like you're everything is up for a transaction. So that tells me that everything is for sale.
0: And you're not even an expert in the shit. Like, let's let's keep it a bean right there. You know what I'm saying? And, and not like
1: Look, I got a you talking about experts. I got a homegirl, love her to death, and uh-huh. she she hustles, but she's got all the where she's teaching courses about how to build a business. She doesn't have a business, so like her business literally her only business. Is her business to tell people how to build a business, but she doesn't have evidence of a business that she doesn't, she
0: doesn't have evidence. <laughs> but like
1: so, like how are you gonna teach me to build a business when your only business is a business to tell people to build a business? And, and that's you
0: have- the danger. That right there is a the danger in social media. Because one thing about social media, and I know people talked about this when it came to like Black Lives Matter. Misinformation is spread so quick, and everybody is a fucking expert who don't even have their credentials. The people who really know the shit? Who re- who really know the shit are not getting. Some of them are not getting the time they need because it's not their t- their page isn't curated in a <laughs> way. They're not holding a Starbucks cup in their hand. Like for me, like no, sh- like no shade. I have a whole doctorate degree. You know what I'm saying? But well, the clubhouse, mm-hmm. them niggas couldn't put me on the stage. They are putting all their homeboys on the stage. I'm not, But I know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm not it's the, I have the a blind
1: degree. leading the blind.
0: The blind, I'm not saying because I have, I mean, because I have a degree, I do know what I'm talking about that, but that's not, but I'm saying I have. But you've
1: done the research oh, and all of that.
0: I'm just like, I was living on Clubhouse in the higher era. I'm like, they are really wrong. Like, wow, they're wrong. But people are eating it up and raising their hand and shit. It's
1: people not, are so loud and wrong now I'm on right Twitter wrong. because like Twitter, like, It's created a thing where you think you have to have a strong opinion on every single subject. And no, like, there's no, first of all, that's got to be fucking exhausting to have a strong opinion on every. I got student like, and I see like, especially with my students with these 19 and 20 year olds, they're growing up, they're growing up in it though. So we had the benefit of having, like, we kind of like the middle child where we grew up with dial up internet and then kind of like no internet. And not everybody having a computer and stuff. And then we can yeah, And up, people
0: get their ass beat on WorldStar. That's the yeah, That's also that true.
1: And then, <laughs> and then we're part of the other generation where social media and iPhones and all of that. So we got a little bit of both, which is good and bad. But I love the benefits of it. My students don't have the benefit of both. So now they've grown, grown up smack dab in the middle of Twitter and Instagram and everything. So they're all—they all have so much attitude about everything. They think that they're professional.
0: They say that we're like "you're toxic." Bro,
1: they use toxic and intersectionality and just everything all the time. But they have strong opinions on every little thing. If I say, "Hey, this is the new dress code," they wanna—I'm mm-hmm. like—they wanna give me a dissertation on why it's why my dress code is rooted in racist racism and misogyny and hatred for black women i'm like all i did was say we can't wear any things on uh, any hats or anything and y'all ran with it and well why can't we wear blah 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 i said all you have to do is ask me and i can either say yes or no you didn't ask me because they were talking about why can't we wear like nice looking scarves and i said well i wasn't thinking of that when i created the rule i didn't they said that i created the dress code policy because I saw a black woman come into work with a scarf on. So then that's why I created it. I said, first of all, in my head, I'm thinking, don't none of you hoes even ever wear scarves to work. <laughs> so but all of a sudden, now you not wear scarves. I created that because this little gay white dude came in there wearing a, a skull cap because he dyed his hair and he didn't like the color. I'm like, no, he had a, uh, he had a skull cap. And then another kid came in with a, a cap on. I'm like, you can't wear that at work, bro. Like, i we have, I know it's a college campus, but we got to have some sense of professionalism, yo. And then this black girl, she goes out of nowhere, says that it's rooted in misogyny and hatred for black women. I'm like, don't, none of y'all even come in here wearing scarves. So I didn't create that for y'all. And I told her, I said, but like, you can come in if it's a nice looking scarf, like black women do all it's the time. It's a way
0: to do everything. Yes, and yes everything.
1: like, it's fine.
0: And I feel like, too, because, you know, you know, I do understand, like, like, because I do have a problem with the word, um, like, you know, how they be like, uh, I hate the word "black professional," like, you know, these little gatherings come come out the black professional, like. So well, to me, every nigga that work go to work is professional to my ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, but I say that to say with dress code because it is a fine line. We do know what systems inform dress code. I, you know, I do understand that, but at the same time, because of capitalism, we have to. You have to interact with it into some of the facets of it. If your mm-hmm. ass want to pay Georgia Power and go home to your apartment, you are gonna have to bend a little. Unfortunately, it just it <laughs> is what it is. And I feel like I am I am being ages when I say this because uh, I think there's a lot of strength in all the um, uh, what, what was it multi generational intergenerational learning from one another. Mm-hmm. But some some of Gen Z. They they want to shut their, the
1: fuck up and listen sometimes. It's
0: no with <laughs> Millennials, we give and take. I you know I can't. Yeah. I you know. But Gen Z, it's like all or nothing with uh-huh. you know, That that is not how the world works, you're gonna be sadly mistaken. I had one of um my former graduate assistants like two years ago. My job was still in grad school. I was a full time student doing an assistantship. All that. She's gonna email me and say she does. Mind you, her job is not demanding. And I know that for because I never really asked her nothing until so I really did <laughs> something. And then she had prior notice. Like when you would come to work, you just have to come to work and be in the office. That was it before yeah. COVID. And she was like, um, final exams are hard. Uh, she crafted it nice. She was in law school, you know, lovely. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just like, she didn't wanna work exams so hard. Can she not come in? You're coming to work. This isn't volunteer work. <laughs> you want me to say to you and i thought that was the wildest shit ever because i'm like she would have just been better off saying she's sick and can't for the day i'm like what the fuck is wrong with people (laughs)
1: Like, like what i've seen from and i love like i love my student staff like they're really dope all that most of them anyways but a lot of this generation now and it's probably the same thing our parents probably said about us but they all are they're very entitled and i'm pretty sure there was a lot of that in There's probably a lot of that in teenagers and early 20 year olds all the time anyways, but I feel like now it's getting worse with each generation because of the advances in technology and, and social media and all those kind of things, but they act like they're doing me a favor by being there. I'm like, yo, you get paid to be here. You actually came in and begged me to be here. Like you interviewed to be here, bro. So what are you even talking about? But they act like they're doing me a favor. Like, I begged them to come to work. I'm like, yo, this is how a job works. This is how work is. This Especially the how-
0: student workers, you really not need it slick because please believe me, I can do your job. Like,
1: bro, I, me, bro me and my coworker told them that one day, I feel like he's never worked in like, he had never worked with college students and all that. And even when he first got there, he didn't do as much with the students hands-on like he's doing with me now because he realizes if we all, if we, if his job is going to be easier, he's going to have to pitch in and help. And so this semester, he's really been doing a lot. And so the end of the semester got there in December and he's like, bro, is this what it's like really like to be in student affairs and just to work with students so hands-on? I said, yes. He said, bro, I'm exhausted. I feel like I got 35 kids. I said, yeah, this, it's annoying as hell because they feel like we owe them something to be here and they think that they deserve the moon and back and i'm like yo i'm gonna i do staff appreciation i do stuff to show you how i appreciate you all but best believe this is a fucking job at the end of the day did you get your paycheck
0: yeah
1: do you enjoy working here shut the fuck up like you enjoy
0: uh putting gas in your car and paying your bills like they complain so much and it's everything every it's the time and place for everything like yes intersectionality and yes and but i'm not carrying like you niggas it's not about i'm not gonna behave at work how i behave at home and I, why would i want to they just think every play everything every place is for everything and that's just not the case
1: Bruh, like yeah these they be exhausting me but then that's why when you get the students who are really good and all that like you treat them great because it's like bro like it's not a lot of y'all who are this dope and like they think that they're and we was the same. Well, a lot of the people who we went to college way was the same way. They think that they are such the professional, and they because they took this interviewing class or whatever. They think they can give you all the advice, and they know. I got one student, dude from Mississippi. He be trying to give me advice on women. I'm like, bro, nigga, you is twenty one.
0: Y'all just got free. Like, no, I'm saying
1: I'm like, bro, I done been with more women than you done talked to. Like, <laughs> get the fuck out of here, bro. Like. Who are you trying to give me advice on?
0: You know, Kevin, they're from the school of Kevin Samuels and all these uh, (laughs) men on Instagram who, at the root, really hate Black women because they're always giving advice. They're always telling Black women stuff. And it's like this. It's never, like, in a nice way. So you listen to all that shit, of course. I
1: I feel like there's so much free game on Twitter for men and women when it comes to dating and relationships. But no one listens to each other like A man could post, women should do this for their man. And instead of a woman be like, oh, that's actually good advice. Get out out of women's business, blah, blah, blah. And then on the other end, a woman will be like, men should start thinking about this when having sex or should clean their apartment up when women come over. These bitches kill me, but I'm like, y'all, all all of y'all are dumb. No, I'm dating advice and no one wants to fucking listen
0: they just got mad at ari lennox because i was looking at her uh i think she was in ghana and number she did what was good for her mental health she was saying it was good to take a break from depression she's talking about her own depression if, if that's how her depression works and she can break from it nigga, that's how that hers, works. hers yes you can't take they they tore her up and she was like y'all are so annoying basically i didn't i'm not quoting her a verbatim. But I'm like niggas is not happy. Like you can't. It,
1: yeah, up. yes. It's basically like all these people projecting their feelings and their insecurities onto other people all the time. It's like I remember what? Well, who was it that I uh was talking to about this? But you get on Twitter and oh no, remember uh, what's her? Uh, Steph Curry's wife, Aisha Carey.
0: Uh, she oh, she such a head. I ass. Remember, but
1: I remember just the very first time. All she did was say. I'm gonna wear this for my man because I don't feel comfortable wearing this and that. That's all she had said at first. And women are telling oh, so I can't be out here dressing that blah blah blah. She didn't say y'all can't. You say, so. She all she said was all she said was for me and my house. But anytime someone says something was good for them, like I'll sim- I'll simply post. I love a, a goofy woman that can laugh at herself, and it might be a little clumsy. Also, oh, women who out here ain't falling down steps don't deserve a man. What the fuck are you talking about? Like,
0: and you're yeah. angry, and that's why you your life is the way it's set up. <laughs> you know, I'm
1: miserable. Like God, I'm
0: miserable.
1: I can. Po- I posted the other day. I said, yeah, coconut water makes me feel so much better after a night of drinking, and so a, But it's fucking disgusting. What the fuck does that have to do with what I just said, though? Like, why are you throwing your opinion on the matter to kind of like to say what I'm saying is wrong somehow? I'm like, everything, like when people get in these arguments about who should pay the bills, who gets their plate made first.
2: Oh,
0: my gosh. Every holiday season. Some of this shit, you can count on. You're like, hey, these niggas about to be arguing about plates. (laughs) You know, we're going into, okay, cup. The comfort season shit starts around like late September. Okay, now we're going into Valentine's Day. So we about to get inundated with information like for, for a long time now.
1: So people it, are, it, people it. are miserable out here. They're projecting all of their insecurities and problems and issues onto everybody else on Twitter. And I just keep trying to tell people, hey, whatever works for your household works for your household. So maybe for me and my household, my girl is okay and very comfortable with paying all the bills and i do everything else around the house maybe that's fine with whatever that. works maybe like just find the woman or the man that meshes well with you and quit worried about what the next household is that her fucking doing
0: because let me tell you what to me like i wouldn't have no problem going half i i, I would not have a problem going like i For think both adults like, yeah like I'm <laughs> shit that's shit I can do a lot with that my little half I'm not putting on red. that's right. fine with me but I just feel like too like I think I'm, I'm talking in the terms of um, heterosexual cisgender relationships because like black men it's a lot, lot you lot.
1: know once again she's a higher ed professional heterosexual cisgender
0: yeah and because none <laughs> of you niggas are never satisfied I don't want to uh, leave anyone out um, cis,
1: cis nigga I'm gonna start saying heterosexual cis niggas I <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, I like that cis <laughs> nigga. I'm a cis nigga, uh, bad bitch, and uh.
1: Cis <laughs> nigga, bad a bitch, cis nigga.
0: <laughs> I like that for real, a cis nigga.
1: <laughs> oh, what do you, oh, I'm a cis nigga. Excuse me? Um, excuse me, I don't see on the form where I can bubble in cis
0: nigga. I, I saw uh, you about some new pronouns, and it had <laughs> W-H, and then the slash O-R-E, whore. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna put that in my uh signature. They keep they be wanting people to put their pronouns in their emails. I'm put sis nigga in mine. I'm just put will thomas. Like will Thomas, event <laughs> programmer, reservation specialist, facilities coordinator, cis nigga.
0: <laughs> and then a straight face <laughs> on the name tag, sis yeah. nigga.
1: <laughs> will Thomas, sis nigga. <laughs> Anywho, what was
2: you even saying, bro? <laughs> but
0: in the terms of, and I'm not saying this to be you know a pick me to understand how life work and like like stress i think the focus on mental health traditionally has always been on women black women but nobody talks about it in black men and just imagine like money is real and everybody has different um uh levels of finances but and it depends on what the person can do but i would want to put all the bills on my man and be like oh you know
2: do it. You know what I'm saying?
0: The, I, that would be stressful. <laughs> She's,
2: that would, do it. She just said, that do would it.
0: just be stressful for me, y'all. I'm like, well, why don't we go have? You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about your personal expenses, your personal expenses. But as far as household, let's go have. Or yes. if you pay all the rent, I'll do cable, food, yeah. utilities, like. I see, you're
1: thinking. One. You're thinking with logic, and Twitter does not think with logic. No, they it.
0: don't. I don't. I don't know who those people
1: are if they actually exist. Because anytime I have this conversation with actual human beings, mm-hmm. none of us ever think the way Twitter thinks. So who <laughs> the fuck are actual those people? Being. Like who the fuck are those people on Twitter? Like I like swear, who
0: still live at home and who have never experienced life and who have never uh, really worked a job that required certain level of, of thinking.
1: Bro, I had a student. This young lady, she 20, 20 years old. She works on my student staff, so I know how much she makes. She's out here talking about I ain't never dating a nigga that made less than six figures. Bitch, you are a sophomore in college <laughs> making nine nine thirty an hour. But
0: I hope your ass makes, makes six figures.
1: Who's like? Who do you think you are talking about? He makes six figures. Like,
0: <laughs> like, what do you? What you do, do you you be, when you be mocking somebody? Who said you put- <laughs> <laughs> Like what? What are, what are these
1: people offering that be having all these? stipulations on Twitter like and you're you're 19 ain't never even lived on your own you you live in a dorm you don't even pay rent my nigga talking about I ain't never dating a broke nigga that make less than six figures and I'm like wait a minute you broke you make less than six like I don't think people understand what the average income of like a household for a family for a for a mother father and three kids I don't think they understand like in Atlanta, the average income is like fifty-two thousand dollars, bro. Like I don't even think it's fifty-two; I think it's like forty-eight or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if it leads into to Twitter, you have to be making like millions of dollars to be living comfortably somehow. Mm-hmm. And somehow, everybody in Atlanta is making it. Like everybody in America apparently is just rich. Like yeah,
2: I, I, yeah. I,
1: like, I don't know where. Like every no one, no one on my timeline is just regular people paying bills. And living paycheck to paycheck, everybody on Twitter is out here bawling like a motherfucker. Fantastic.
0: Like, I... like it, you, uh, it's good to give a surface number, but break down taxes to see how much you take it home out of <laughs> 50 figures. You know what I'm saying? Like, people don't be thinking about shit like that because 50,000 ain't much when you're thinking about taxes and shit. It takes a lot to make good money. And unfortunately, with some of these jobs, even with the education that you get, you just, I'm not saying you won't get there, but you're gonna. You're probably not gonna get that at one, with one source of income. You're gonna have to have more than yeah.
1: one. Salaries have not caught up with the cost of living. I remember shit. I remember when I got to college freshman year, how much all the stuff that I used to buy cost. I remember like hot pockets. You mm-hmm. get the, a box of hot pockets, two of them. It was just a dollar for yeah, the name yeah. brand. It was a dollar. Now and it's like four fifty for one box of hot pockets. Like I could box cereal. Cereal was all like two fifty and under. It was all cheap.
0: Cereal is like cocaine, price of cocaine. Like Jeez. cereal is like $6 I was, for. <laughs> I was in Kroger uh last week and I bought some peanuts you know, so and just bought ingredients for the meat I was making pot roast and my little mm. my meat was really like $10 for that little meat for the little chunk. It was like least stew. Meat
1: for the little meat. For the little meat. I can't I can't relate.
0: I can't I can't <laughs> can and i'm talking and i'm talking groceries because i can't I relate can't, to the little meat
1: i can't relate to little meat sis, sis nigga over here I'm a baby sis, and i
0: like sis niggas <laughs> a little meat
1: i like right. a cis nigga i like a cis nigga
0: <laughs> right
1: right <laughs> hey come here old sis nigga He's so cute ass <laughs> that sound like it might be uh, uh uh the term for a gay guy now though calling somebody a sis nigga sis nigga This nigga
0: i sis nigga like, sis <laughs> nigga, nigga i like that a lot for real. this
1: nigga featuring uh, jazzy bell
0: <laughs> i really like that and i have bought some um uh, some dog food um trying to kiss me oh uh he didn't lay
1: down. <laughs> She's talking to her uh to her dog, everybody.
0: <laughs> um uh whatever. Um and, but my stuff was $99. And I had to, I I really had to, I caught my breath. I said, oh shit, because I'm like, why is Ooh, it
2: 99
0: dollars I didn't even get, I have nothing to show I didn't get now. nothing,
1: bro. All I got is some milk and some bottled water. What the some
0: hell? milk is dog food, and I'm just like, where, where is this coming from? <laughs> bro like
1: it shit shit don't make no damn sense and then now inflation as well because my rent went up uh i gotta pay oh i pay so much in parking like everything is going up everything is for sale Um, everything
2: is for sale
1: everything is for sale sale. (laughs) you know what random random Uh but Women with OnlyFans now—they're like the new, uh, the new young rappers passing out their mixtapes in the mall and shit. Now it's like the new SoundCloud rapper and stuff, bro. It's. And
0: I'm it's here like, for OnlyFans, and I'm here for, um, uh, because OnlyFans is more than sexual content. But I talk about sexual content—that's how that shit took off. And yeah,
1: didn't nobody know OnlyFans until it was the sexual content?
0: Yes, and it's like, and goddamn Patreon. I'm just like a lot of this shit. I just
1: it's, it's wild as hell now. Like I'm, I'm here supporting support only, you know what, Loki, I was yeah. before my time. Cause I remember, remember <laughs> you did a podcast with me and I was talking you about can. how I was talking about, yeah. And I was talking about how, when one of my, when, if one of my homegirls randomly sent me a titty pig,
2: like I'll send him
1: a gift card back. I sent him a gift card yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and I was like, now I ain't just out here like paying for news, but if it's a homegirl that I fuck with and she's, yeah. Gonna let me see her titties. You know what? I'm gonna show yeah. you how much I appreciate her. And you said that you had what you, you said you had Chick Fil A uh, titties, Chick Fil A gift card titties. <laughs> I think
0: but See me, I'm like, shit. want my rent paid? Like, I, hey, if we don't rent do- paid for
1: a titty pig, hell no. <laughs> we the could, market is the market is saturated out the here now. Is niggas ain't gotta pay no. like, you go to an OnlyFans Twitter girl page or something. Twitter girl page. I sound like some old person. Twitter girl page. Twitter girl. But, she having her nudes, three dollars videos, fifteen Facetime calls, just all that. So I if a, if a nigga is gonna pay your rent, you better rent and rent. It's, it. it's <laughs> time to bring out
0: that rose toy, goddamn it! It's time to bring out that
1: rose. You pay, if a nigga's paying your rent? That's gonna be a lot more because at the at the minimum, look for some of these niggas at the minimum it's probably at least a hand job for rent. <laughs> a hand job.
0: Hey, this is Atlanta. They ain't fucking with no head, you That's head.
1: <laughs> yeah, you gotta at least give head to get the rent paid. Then maybe, maybe titty fuck. What's 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 harder, titty fuck or head?
0: <laughs> I just feel like I always felt that titty fucking is stupid. Like, what do you get that? You feeling stupid? You Just I'm just like, okay, like I'm not getting nothing out of this. You're titty not. Titty fucking is the, literally the, just for the vagina. Is right here. <laughs> it's, something, it's something about I don't know. It's something
1: about seeing the titties right there, and my penis is just right in between it, I'm going to work. <laughs> I, like, it's, it's something like just going to, like... <laughs> I was like, oh,
0: you know, all right, I just... I, can't. I think,
1: actually, it's not something... It's something that, as a man, for me as a man, I just wanted to at least do it one time, just to see what it's like. I feel like every man wants to at least do it once. That's not something that every time I have every time I have sex, I got to do it. You know, like, I don't... Like, the only... Like, I just need head and sex. That's... That's cool enough. At least while I'm single. Now, when I get married, we're going to have to start switching up and do a whole lot of different stuff. But
0: some one girl's only fans Like, so I'm going to be, hey, maybe you know, somebody be putting that shit on. They be turning that shit up on OnlyFans. I saw something. It was like, I'm not on OnlyFans. So I saw that menu. Mm-hmm. Well, shit, now she was like <laughs> breaking out the deal, though. And from my previews, I said, oh, God damn, like, she's giving these niggas. Their money's worth. Like she was turning that shit up. I'm
2: like, hey, it's like,
1: hey, wild, bro. The OnlyFans yeah. menus be like going to fucking Starbucks now. They be having a long ass menu, you, bro. Like, God dang.
0: Hey, she mama was lit, and I didn't see her life. Because one thing I do like about OnlyFans is like, because I know men and women use it, but like I just you people see people', people life change, like influencers. All of a sudden, they got a house. Yeah, you know, yeah. See them prices like if you got fifty thousand subscribers and they paying five dollars for a video,
1: that's a good little. Damn, that is true though. Yeah, like you see, like you see the come up, like you see like women who got small titties at first, and then a year later they pop up on your timeline, they titties big as hell. They didn't when they got their titties done, and then you see you see people who they start out looking one way, and the clothes are getting better, the productions getting better. Like you bro, that he, Louis he,
0: bag. They's making the some money. When you start seeing that, they life didn't I just see some. But
1: I wonder, though, I wonder how many of them really are making that money that claim they are. Cause I feel like it's just like dudes that are rappers that be fronting or whatever. Now, it's a lot of them making money. Yeah. But you know, it's always people who are trying to keep up with the Joneses and just trying to make it look like, and you out here broke, struggling just to look like the person who's really making that money. But there are a lot of them who, a lot of them benefited because of the pandemic, though, because people was exactly. home and just watching porn. They have nothing else to do. Yep. But, but the amount of porn that's on Twitter now is wild as hell. The
0: pandemic had a sexual awakening, I will say, because everybody was at home. I think mm-hmm. it was awakening and creativity all around, a reimagining of everything. People just reimagined sex. And I'm glad, like, you know, some of these niggas. I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm glad you had some time to practice and get it right. You know? <laughs> Y'all
1: needed some practice. Hey, I will say, I will say though, I'm with a lot of these women getting practice too because women swear they are just all great at giving head. And for the majority, most women are not good at giving head. Like, I don't like I'm pretty sure it's the same thing for men with giving women head as well for cis niggas giving women head. So
0: I think that's something that you have to like to enjoy. Like I feel like I can tell when a man. Just doing it. I like move. Like if you ain't go I can do
1: better myself. <laughs> just move.
0: move bro. Let you...
1: me get down there. I can do
0: better. <laughs> <laughs> what they say in that video when somebody kisses on you <laughs> kiss,
1: kissing on your arm, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the same way with women. Like I can tell that you're not enjoying doing it. So I'm not enjoying it either. Like, let's let's just stop the charade. Look at your face let's let's just stop the charade obviously like oh
0: yeah i'm
1: tired i ain't gotta do it but, right, like whew, god, my jaw's hurt okay
0: but shit when it lasts too long i'll be like oh, all right god damn like
1: see, and that's why I, I enjoy i enjoy giving it i like to do i learned. see these young niggas are stupid i've been trying to tell them like i learned do it until the woman's like begging for sex now like all right i gotta have sex now like yeah. Y'all niggas get straight to, like, have an appetizer first, bro. You can't just get straight to the
2: meal sometimes. Maybe you want to. It's
0: seducing. funny you say young niggas, because me and my friends, we always talk about old niggas. Like, old niggas be nasty, bro. Like, get you an old nigga. Like, a, put it in my face, old nigga. Like, you know. Like, and you, you know, know what I'm talking I about. Think
1: I'm become, I think I'm becoming them, them old niggas, too, because, yeah, I'm waiting. I'm way nastier than I used to be. Oh, so. nigga, this is
0: nasty, bro! <laughs> like, I didn't be surprised. Like, well, shit, hold on, that
1: goddamn. <laughs> like, oh shit! <laughs> but you know, it's the same way with older women too. Like, I've, I've learned bro, messing with women. The old, oh, like, going from being younger, my twenties, mid twenties, twenties, uh, I me mean, late twenties, early thirties, messing with women out their thirties and early forties, bro. The the older the woman gets, the nastier she is, boy. She mm-hmm. and I like the older women. And women get are in their 30s and stuff they have so much more confidence and they know what they want so they don't have a problem just telling you hey do it like this move here i've always been like that but not a lot of, most women do not do that and i'm like just tell if i'm doing it wrong you ain't gonna hurt my feelings because i'd rather do it right like
0: like but i think that's something with just <laughs> i've always been that way like, well, you've
1: been, been you've been a 38 year old black woman since you was 17 so
0: but and but i've always been lucky the men i've dealt with have always been i will to say nasty sexually free and, yeah. and i'm so lucky for real because i'm like nastiness has always been the standard so it's just like i'm used to saying that like, but i, like,
1: I think was, for, usually for the majority young people men and women i feel like are too like hesitant to tell their partner do it like this i want you to do it like that and all I, of that but well, I, I, yeah, like, I, 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 we've already established that you was 38 since you
0: was... I've had to have a conversation. And, and first of all, sex is a very, um, it's a very, what's the word I want to use? It's like, it's a sensitive topic. Like, I'm not going to hit the mark all the time. You know, most of the time I do. Um, but, <laughs> period. But, you know, it's always room for improvement with everybody. And I feel like, you know, everyone has different levels of tolerance, but I would never treat anyone in a bad, in a way that I wouldn't want nobody to talk to me, especially surrounding. Society. Yeah. I have a conversation with a guy who can't quit, and I and I, and I, I was like, I, in my mind, I'm like I right, now I ain't trying to fuck <laughs> nobody else. Now, now let me, you know, let look, let me let me go and talk to you, you, <laughs> you know. And, and, and he's like, "Thank you for telling me." It didn't get any better, and I moved on. I'm like, "Look mm-hmm. now, you a hey.
1: yeah, that's so funny." <laughs> That's what, I mean it's it's true like that's how I would be like oh thank you for telling me but that's why I, like I try to tell my little young homies like bro eat her vagina before you gotta like you, you gotta yeah you have to do foreplay Negroes like do foreplay you have gotta... your
0: apartment clean you coming up like it just ambiance like damn like have a because to me I feel like sex starts way before you are actually having sex oh yeah it's
1: yes yes.
0: Yeah, like, we, we out to eat at the Mexican restaurant. If I can visualize myself having sex with you, shit, not even just after three days, but on the first day, how you act? Oh, yeah, you can definitely get it. Oh, yeah. That's when <laughs> sex starts in my mind. And I'm just going to see if you're going to fuck it up, you know?
1: They say, The same, I remember, like, they've always said, a woman knows if she wants to have, if she's willing to have sex with you, like, in the first 15 minutes of her meeting you. Yeah. Do you agree with that? I agree with that. Like, and you know, then basically, it's just him the whole time not fucking it up.
0: And most of the time, you fuck it up. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes, you know, you I had sex with somebody like, oh, you know, like curious, curious, you know. But if you can't even get no curiosity pussy, you didn't it up for
1: real. <laughs> I'm oh, no. that might be the title of this episode: <laughs> Curiosity Pussy. <laughs> if you can't even get curiosity pussy. You really fucking up. We're
0: fucking it up, because, like, sometimes you be like, I, I got to
1: write fuck. that down.
0: Like, I, he ain't, my type. He ain't give me the vibes, but let me see. Like, let me see something. <laughs> you know? And it's just like, all right. Like, you can't even get that, because you're giving my fucking nerves. So.
1: <laughs> Yo. Oh, my gosh. That's my favorite. <laughs> Curiosity pussy.
0: That, that, is,
1: that is true, though, like, you know, you just, you are a, a fuck nigga, like a lame or something. If the woman's just over here curious, y'all, y'all let's say y'all, let's paint a picture. Let's say we all at somebody's kickback at their house or whatever. It's about, let's say about 10, 11, 12 people over there. Yeah. And you see him, you're like, oh, he's cute and all that. Then he's talking and you're like, oh, okay, it smells good too, look good. And now you you
0: just curious, like, I wonder.
1: Yeah, I wonder. Yeah.
0: when you, <laughs> Hey, that I wonder shit, bro. <laughs> That's yeah, so me. That for me, dude. Listen, I told you I'm a learning ass bitch. When, it, when I start being like, well, I wonder. Oh, okay. And wait. so now that
1: now it's just from the moment you like, I wonder. Now it's him. From that moment, just don't fuck it up, bro. Yeah. Like bro. as long as you don't fuck it up, she'll move a little bit closer to you. Y'all now, y'all both leaning against the kitchen counter, just chilling. The woman's laughing a little bit harder to jokes now, and all of a sudden you are a little bit funnier than you were at first. She brushing up against your arm and all that, like women, she's gonna find a way to like touch your arm or something like that. Like even if it's just a laugh and she grabs your arm, <laughs> you're so funny. Cause I've been there where my homegirls have told me like you should have hollered at her because you ain't that funny, and she was cracking up at all your jokes, and you know you ain't that funny. So she, oh, damn,
0: was, she know you ain't. That- <laughs>
1: You know you ain't that funny, so she was trying to fuck.
0: <laughs> and I flirt through jokes, like, cause I'm not obvious, like touchy feely. That's just you not know. my thing. But I don't know, like I just like conversation or like laughing and stuff. And then I'll, you know, I don't know, just see how like how you are and how it. I like stuff to happen naturally, cause I think it's a pride thing. I'm like, you ain't about to say I'm all on your ass. You just can't say that. So. <laughs> so but that is
1: so funny. A woman when she get a hmm.
0: Yeah. Her
1: head go to the side a little bit. That's mm-hmm. how you know. Like, just don't hey, don't fuck it up, Will. Don't
0: fuck, it just up. Just fuck it up. And then, you, and then I'd be mad. i like, like, oh, cause like, because like now I gotta have some. You stupid,
1: what is what like. is something that the man does to F it up in that situation?
0: Um What is something that they do? Just don't know my grandma say, don't know how to do. You know, just <laughs> don't know how to do just. You talking crazy.
1: What's was, something now that a gal could say though, where you're like, oh well, I'm turned off now? Like, what's a statement he can make?
0: A statement that's clearly off of an Instagram meme that they just repeat it, and ain't put no thought into it and don't even know the implications <laughs> Damn. of them, just it. You know what Damn. I'm saying? <laughs> just saying some shit you didn't see and, and, mm. and haven't carried it out in the real world, like um just
1: seeing you know, something on Twitter.
0: But like, something popular to me is um you know a lot of you have a lot of black men who, who don't like i'm not trying to be deep but who don't like black women don't think we deserve nothing so mm-hmm. we just talking about dating or whatever i first name man i'm gonna take her out of starbucks and see if she deserves a second date oh that, that, oh, that, that whole, girl, whole see if shit. she
2: deserves
1: the what, whole see yeah. i'm like
0: oh yeah 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 the
1: the whole see if she deserves yeah. a second date i feel like if i was a woman seeing a man in his bio and it says alpha male that's how I know I would want, I wouldn't want to mess with like anybody any man that calls himself alpha male I'm like.
0: And the last date I went on the nigga was alpha male baby.
1: But he didn't and, have to say it though.
0: And he did not have to. Now he showed it for sure. But he but he was he was an alpha male and you know when you in the real niggas' presence I was like I was like okay like you can That's sit so back you know and, and we start talk about submit so I think it's a weird obsession with humbling
1: black women. I think humbling- Yeah, women. oh yeah. No, I think no humbling women period because I see like the white women, all the women go through it period. It's for some reason, especially like dudes now, especially the younger, I would say probably the 35 and younger crowd of guys, mm-hmm. but especially the younger dudes that like between 18 and like 25, 20, excuse me, 26, mm-hmm. they have, they do have a weird obsession trying to humble women for some reason, like you see all these dudes who had a problem with women making all this money from OnlyFans, just trying to snitch on them. I'm so bad. Like it's it's just weird. It's like men what a humble women for some. And I'm pretty sure women probably do it too, but men are way louder. With, but women, but men, it's so many of these niggas that's doing it, and it's like I now I do totally be like, do you niggas hate women? Like it's just yeah, the easy, women. like especially for young niggas. This is the easiest era of being able to get a woman. And yet, you niggas, like, y'all mad, like, you're mad that the woman is sucking dick on Twitter. Why would you be mad at that? Like, you're not, like, you can't date her anyway. She's not trying to date you. That's the
0: thing. A lot of these women, you wouldn't, you can't date them. They weren't even, they're not even gonna look at you. They're not looking at you. And that's
1: why they're upset.
0: You're 95 Honda Civic in 2022. You don't have a chance in rat tail of dating but, but there are there are women out there for you
1: bro but you're just over here reaching for the stars my nigga like I'm sorry like, I'm I, I will never date Beyonce guys like crazy right I'm just not gonna date her she don't, she don't want my regular smeggler ass but guess what guys <laughs> there's a lot of fucking women out there that do want me so yeah. why are y'all so fucking hey, y'all? this it's so easy to get a woman these days it's so easy to see sex for everything and y'all so angry and fucking aggressive today. Why? Why?
0: And I've been—I—I I was dating a guy like that. I was Like, his these ain't jokes. I don't think he really like like. You know, <laughs> she, oh, he's
1: not like, joking. He, I thought you know what I'm
0: like, he wouldn't disrespect me, but like, well. <laughs> This is before I graduated and he was like, yeah, you're going to you get your doctorate. You're going to change. And mind you, I respected this man. He's a businessman, educated. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with him? I'm like, why <laughs> are you? I'm not even talking. Damn it. You think you can get a degree? You're talking about it more than me.
2: And
0: it was just weird to me. I was like, okay, let me stay away from a nigga like this. Cause, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's I just, so funny. I, I, yeah. so I, don't, I don't like men, men who say things like, I don't. And I'm all for having a conversation. I can have a conversation about anything, but it's how you, you you know, you talking about things. Like if I feel like, is you aggressive in me for no real? Like what well, nigga, who hurt you?
1: Yeah. You know, for me, for when a woman says, I need a man that's going to take care of me. It kind of like pushes me the wrong way because I am a man that wants to like, in a sense, take care of my woman.
2: Yeah, But
1: I feel like most women that say, I need a man that's going to take care of me, is talking about I need him to handle everything financially. She's not saying take care of me as in he makes me feel safe and comfortable yeah, yeah. to be, I'm comfortable to be vulnerable around him. And mm-hmm. I feel like I can trust him no matter what. And I feel that if we're walking down the street, if I'm holding his hand, nothing's going to happen to me. And yeah. he's yeah. just going to, if the car breaks down, he's going to handle it, those type of things. Yeah. But now it's like when, when I heard a woman say, I need a man going to take care of me, she meaning, oh, I need him to buy me flights and pay for my patty and manny and just all that kind of stuff that's what i hear now because that's well that's what i just see on twitter so because then i had one girl say that to me and she literally just meant finances and i don't know it just seems very surface level and so
0: when I that, the, nothing i mean nothing is free in life that's just the assumption that i operate off of so it's like, I mean, I ain't ran across a nigga like that who just willing to do whatever, you know, just for nothing. Like it's gonna require out of your time. It's gonna require something. So, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, I would like, you know, in terms of, because it's different levels. You got dating, then you got marriage. But I don't know. It's it's a lot. I'll say. What you
1: mean? <laughs> I don't
0: what? know. I just feel like. In terms of marriage, if a man's like, I want to marry you, that means that you are ready to assume the responsibilities of a household. This responsibility on men and women. I know marriage is looked that from a, from a religious standpoint, but I'm just saying, like, because I know all women don't have kids, but just say for those, generally, women have kids. And maybe I'm about to be down for, like, you might as well just put me down for a year and carry the baby for nine months. Now you're on maternity leave. You know what
1: I'm saying? I'm out I'm of not commission for a so, year, probably two. So I'm not saying that I'm not a man that, like, I would love, actually, I would love to be a man that's paying everything. Like, that. I would be totally comfortable with that. I'm just saying, like, usually, though, the person who says it, it's the same way with my ex girlfriend back in the day.
2: Yeah.
1: She would always ask, like, bad this, bad that, bad is. And she wouldn't give me a chance to, uh, I'm trying to surprise you and go ahead yeah. and do yeah. it. But you're like constantly, like, telling me to do this and do all that and I don't know it's just kind of a it's kind of a put off yeah, of a woman that says it it's like like you said like a guy like the man you went out with you said he was an alpha male and he didn't have to say it so like you don't have to say take care of me just let me do it you know just let just allow me to do it and it's like you're already saying that to a man that you've been on one date with
0: right And like right. I'm
1: like what do you mean take care you of
0: like them like see if you like it's like for me i think with, with women with dating i think we need to understand we try so of course you know you want to be liked if you you know if you're attracted to someone you want them to receive you well and you want to receive them well but i focus more now on date do i like them mm-hmm. I, not in an egotistical way but it's like because it's a lot of pressure when you want to look good especially in the days and times of bbls like so you, know, you so i'm like let me make sure i like his ass first how about that Right. You approach with that frame of mind, you really you like okay, like it, you really can assess your experience with that person objectively, I think, versus trying to rise to their expectation of you.
1: Yeah, I agree cuz like I don't mind going out on dates paying blah blah blah, but that's why I would rather go on just a simple date first like i me if I actually like this person. Like I don't I don't want to be wasting my time and money, but and I don't want to waste memory. my time and making uh,
0: memories with a whack person, like right. I um. Oh, one of the first days I went, I was a comedy club. That was a good first day. Oh, that's yeah, that's pretty that cool. Was, that was cool. Um.
1: Well, some it depends also because if it's somebody that I'm just meeting off a dating site, I don't know what their type of humor is either, though. So I don't want to take some chick to a Dave Chappelle comedy show and. Especially, I probably wouldn't want to take a higher ed woman to a Dave Chappelle comedy special. Wow. Like,
0: but see, titles, unfortunately, because a lot of people see that stuff and it's like, and not minimizing myself at all. Like, you know, you say you don't talk. Every time I'm on a date, like the first day, we ask like what what each other does because it comes up. But I never bring if it's relevant. I will bring it up, but I never like you talk about college and stuff. Like, I don't. Most of time people don't think you have a doctorate degree. I don't. They just like bachelors, masters, whatever. But yeah. a lot of people, I think some some men, I have not came across men like that. They, they may be intimidated about that. And so that may frame their whole perception of what they want to do for you. Like I laugh at shit. I like comedy clubs. Like I I can talk about everything. So
2: Yeah,
1: that know. is that's a pretty cool um
0: just don't First say thing I can I see know.
1: that. What'd you con- say? Just
0: don't sit in the front at a comedy the club.
1: They'll like you. Hell a- no. Like, especially on the first date, I'm not sitting on the, I'm not sitting up front. I'm sitting here with some fine chick. I'm trying to impress her. And then a comedian over here just clowning me for like 30 seconds to a minute, just riding me out or something, talking about your nose, your hair, your lips or something, or your shirt you got on. He just ride you out. And she's sitting there and now she's thinking, hmm, maybe he's right. This
2: nigga is <laughs>
1: not- she's curious but not the way you want her to be right it ain't that curiosity vagina no it, that curiosity cat. that's that's that um the doubting pussy that's the doubting. oh
0: pussy. doubtful pussy is the worst oh no <laughs> oh i said that from experience oh no that's when doubtful
1: it, where where you was feeling him at first and now you're like hmm, maybe
0: man man and it's I am telling, tell the greatest tragedy is when you realize a nigga you like is whack.
1: You're like, wow. Damn, I didn't know he was whack. Shit. <laughs> yeah. And now that comedian is pointing out all my flaws and you sitting there looking at me like, I didn't realize it. Yeah, that nigga is kind of ugly. That shirt is stupid. That nigga's hands are ashy. Not the shirt's stupid. <laughs> right. His hair do look like some little spaghetti flakes. Mm-mm. You know what? <laughs> He right. I'm going to just tell this nigga to take me home. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> Where you want to go eat, don't
1: worry like about it. Like it, it gets even, it's even worse if he's like, I, I'll pay for hers. And she's like, nah, I'll pay for my own. When she's offering... You to me pay- she,
0: want shit,
1: she want a clean break. Uh, if a woman offers to... If you're offering to pay for hers and she
0: offers back, to like, No, 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 I got it. The last time you're going to see her. That is the last <laughs> <laughs> when Instagram say, I know something you will never know.
1: <laughs> Nigga, that's the last time you ever going to see her because nothing dries up a woman's vagina more than having to pull her own wallet out. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga.
0: To me, if- on the first date, like, in my mind, and I, and I, I think more conversations need to be had about money. And I, I don't sometimes, because I'm a direct person, not in a way that turns it off, but let's leave the mystery out of this shit. But but it depends because I feel the onus is on whoever asks. So if you're asking me out on a date, surely you are paying for my dinner, my margarita. Now I order within reason. Like I always order something that's in the same price point as the person who took me out. I go the same price point or below. I don't, I don't know. That's just me. That's just the,
1: to me, it makes sense though. It's
0: just a courteous type thing. I don't know. But, if it's first really? date, yeah, you paying. Because you asked me out of my home, out of my bonnet, I had to put on a bra and come out this motherfucker. So, well, yeah, you as know.
1: a man, I had to put on clothes and take a shower and
0: comb my hair. You and- ain't have to put on a bra and turn it around and put it on, <laughs> like I did. You ain't have to lotion and lay down edges and, uh, and wax your cat just in case you get some curiosity pussy. I'm doing that. I'm doing that.
1: Shout out to the uh, curiosity pussy. <laughs> um, on that note, we're gonna take a break here. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna take a break here, and we'll be right back with our last segment of the. This vagina is curious for a cis nigga. <laughs> all right, we're back <laughs> to the chicken and liquor hour. Uh, we're gonna do a little trivia uh, that's connected to Atlanta, because we all know uh, Jazzy Bell yeah. is uh, straight out of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, OTP. But you said you grew up. You said you grew up in Smyrna.
0: Yeah. What we're area of Smyrna? So Smyrna, like, um, like Wendy Hill. And- oh wow. I went to Belmont Hills Elementary, then we moved to Austell. It's been a year in Douglasville, moved to Austell. So like, uh, right around the corner from like- Yeah, Austell months.
1: ain't far from here. I uh, I used to, used to have sex with a young lady then. I'm about
0: to say Austell, you ain't, <laughs> you, 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 uh, yeah. You, 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 you spinning the block in Austell. Still... <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I, yeah. <laughs> I, I may have, you know just read the Bible and prayed with a young lady out in, oh, out in, out in still. you know, I know a little bit, a little bit about some, you know, I got a young lady. Yeah, I used to fuck with a Negro in Vine City. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, <laughs> so, I, I, Black people, Black, okay, so before we get to our trivia and all that, Black people from Atlanta, like, born and raised in Atlanta are so funny. Because as soon as I say it, I live in Smyrna or I live off Cobb, or so, oh, I ain't going out there. They racist, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I get it. I understand, especially if it was one way when y'all was growing up. But now, it's no different than the rest of Atlanta. It's just as racist as any other part oh, yeah. that you're going to go in. Because especially for me, I've, realized, I've learned that when I get out here at night after coming from partying and stuff, first of all, there's no traffic coming out here late at night.
2: Yeah
1: late at night and then it don't be a bunch of just police officers sitting on the side of the street waiting to pull you over like it is downtown and in decatur and druid hills and all these other places though so yeah so i i get it but i'm like y'all niggas ain't been out here in the new the new era also and then most of you niggas ain't never been to the battery or have only been there once or twice y'all do not fuck with the battery either the batteries i went there for
0: work we took our students there so i went twice I don't care for baseball, but everybody, you become a, a fucking fan when you go sit in that nice ass battery, you eating that hot dog, you seeing, like, oh, okay, I can fuck with But
1: that. the battery, like, I've never even been to a game, but I've been to the battery plenty of times because there's so many bars and restaurants, and you got a Fat Tuesdays in there, you have like a main event type of place in there as well. So I fuck with the battery, and I also fuck with it because it's down the street, and it's so easy there.
0: Now, okay, yeah, I haven't done a little events there. I think that's probably on my bucket list. Oh, okay. It's fun stuff out. There. Oh, that barbecue place is good out there. What's Black. I think it's Williams brother, Johnson's Brothers barbecue mm-hmm. in there. Yep. They good as hell.
1: And they got like some Mexican spots in here. I'm shocked they don't have like a bottomless mimosas brunch area in there. That surprises me to be honest. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, all right. So you grew up out in this area. What was it like back then? Like, what do you feel like has changed since back then?
0: Um, just the influx of money. Cobb has always been good for education. I know when I came to Clayton County, my teacher thought I came from a private school, and I was like, no, I just, <laughs> I just went to regular. <laughs> no. School. Um, I really do feel like it's money, because Cumberland Mall has came up, baby. Because Cumberland Mall was not always like that. Uh, i heard the, that
1: too they said, also said that more black people go to it now than they used to though they said black people didn't used to go to cumberland
0: uh because for me well for, for us because my thing is my mom got us out all uh, over atlanta so we'll go to cumberland and get school shoes and shit but we also go to greenbriar to get oils we go to west end mall <laughs> because they had the black bookstore you know what i'm saying so it depends on how your parents got you out yeah. Like we didn't just stay in one area because how Atlanta said you're not going to get everything you need in one spot no way correct um, uh, but my biggest thing about Cobb is just the money because Cobb has always had I've always seen a lot of black people in Cobb and Cobb has always been busy so yeah um oh and, and, and uh, Bankhead is now Hollowell
1: <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute what now?
0: Bankhead Highway you know Hollowell that's Bankhead oh okay
1: food. Oh, okay, got you. Okay, um, so I've dated s- several women from different areas of Atlanta, and first of all, I've realized the women that moved to Atlanta—they're way more just like wild and extra than women that I know that I've met that are born and raised from Atlanta in Atlanta. And then you got like West Side Atlanta women and East Side Atlanta women. And I felt like the women I've like, food with from the west side, they be, they don't be so extra. They be a little bit more chill.
2: And... You're so choosy with your
1: words. Yeah, they they just, they don't be so extra. They be a little bit more chill. uh, (laughs) Not trying to be on the scene all the time. But they be ready to fight you, though. They, well, maybe... Maybe Atlanta women period. May East Side maybe be the same way to be honest. I don't know.
0: What you say? I mean, but they still no. First of all, y'all can't
1: see what I see. She looks like an evil villain right now. The way she's leaned back, chilling, and rubbing her dog <laughs> with her leg up to you like an evil villain. But they <laughs> steal.
0: I well I am I grew up OTP, but I interact with the city a lot. So I say that for kind of context. They're gonna be like, uh, she OTP? Was she even in? But
1: what so what? What do they say about OTP? Like, what would be if like?
0: I, if uh, you know, I I like I don't like the people. First of all, people who know things know that you interact with the city just because you live on one side of town. Don't mean you silo and don't mean you just. Correct. stay, You know. Um. But um. What question you said what is in the otp did, oh, yeah what did that I, they
1: say about otp
0: we, we, bougie, we don't know nothing about the city that's what hold on know.
1: real quick explain it to the folks what you mean by otp
0: outside of the perimeter so you and what does you that mean perimeter, which is like atlanta basically in the perimeter you're in the perimeter inside 285 20 all of that outside of the perimeter 75 south 85
1: south north what cities what little areas and cities would are are OTP
0: let me be specific I'm sorry.
1: okay be specific because I know like OTP means like that's
2: Smyrna right OTP
0: so um I, OTP is outside of the perimeter I ITP is in the perimeter so in the perimeter. That's like the heart of Atlanta, all the major neighborhoods. So you got Midtown, Buckhead, um, Decatur, and then Decatur's on the east side. And the east side, you got, you know how Gucci, Gucci Messe, um, no, uh, what's his name? He's out from East Atlanta, not Decatur. <laughs> so uh, you got East Atlanta, okay. Reynolds Town, Cabbage Town, Grant Park, Kirkwood, Inman Park, Edgewood, Candle Park, Old Fourth, World, Fourth Ward, Virginia, Virginia Highland. You got the Beltline where niggas is walking up the trail breaking into your house. Uh, <laughs> um, You got Westside Neighborhoods, Westview Adair Park. You got OTP. So these are the suburbs of Atlanta. So Marietta, Sandy Springs, Smyrna, Alpharetta. Um, it's not on the list, but Clayton County, that's OTP. would that be like
1: Kennesaw?
0: Hell yeah.
1: Ostell, Ackworth, all
0: yeah. those places. And, 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 and Ostell was tricky because you go down the street and you in Atlanta, you down Cascade, so it's crazy. I mean, that you're about Cascade skating, like you. Yeah. You go straight down, so it's tricky. It's tricky.
1: Inside the perimeter where you work, and then outside the perimeter where I go home.
0: Yep, and, and that is, and that explains it perfectly. Yep.
1: Inside the perimeter, more expensive. Well, I ain't gonna say more expensive because there's places like Sandy Springs that's outside the perimeter and that's expensive.
0: And they and it's jumping up out here too, so.
1: And Marietta and Smyrna are just so Marietta's wow. Smyrna, and Marietta. Well, Atlanta's wild because I can leave my house, go through one street light, take a left, and go through one more street light, and then I'm in Marietta. I'm not even in Smyrna anymore. Or I could turn right and go through one street light, and I'm in Atlanta.:
0: You in Atlanta, North
1: Atlanta? Uh-huh. Like out of nowhere, so it's so strange, but when you get out to Marietta out here, it's such a large uh, Hispanic population
2: yes it's yes.
1: it's like like not too far from me like legit three minutes down the street there's this all these dominican and puerto rican restaurants and and uh dry cleaners and taquerias and all of that and so it's so and then you yeah, just go Walmart. slick though marietta i know
0: mapleton like that for
1: sure really mm-hmm. yeah i wasn't expecting like obviously it's not the same as when i lived in florida but I was not expecting this much of a, a Hispanic. There's a lot of nice Jamaican and Hispanic population. well, uh, Caribbean and uh, Hispanic population here in Atlanta, which is really cool. Atlanta just has culture. Like it's not a lot of cities that just have culture, like Atlanta does.
2: Like, I can
0: and appreciate that though, for real. Like say what? I can appreciate that though, the culture. Mm-hmm. I can. Say, I can understand to do better. I think. We kind
1: of segregated in the sense, I think we could do better. But I feel like DC is really a melting pot, for real. Yeah, New York, DC are definitely melting pots as well. Um, Like living in Florida, it was dope because I was around so many different like Haitians, Jamaicans, Mm -hmm. and then all the different Hispanics. The only real Hispanic culture I really didn't touch in Florida was Mexicans. Like you don't get a lot of Mexicans in Florida, obviously. So and then black folk of course and then white people you know that like I can never live anywhere that doesn't have a large like diverse culture anymore I I just can't do it like I like how I feel I like the culture um all right so we're gonna do some uh, Atlanta trivia so this could be people from Atlanta uh, movies based in Atlanta shows based in Atlanta social cultural things that happened in Atlanta it could be any of that okay. So, all right, what do you wanna go first with? You wanna do music? Music. Okay, (laughs) all right. (laughs) Let's see if someone finally gets this one. Everyone struggles. I've only had about two people that's ever gotten this question right. And this is out of like 50 people, okay? I
2: hope I get it.
1: A musical collective based in Atlanta with heavy funk and soul influences. Artists like Outkast, Killer Mike, Future, and Organized Noise have come from here.
0: You said artists like, what's the question?
1: Nigga, it's the name, it's the name of a musical collective. So it was a collective. Oh, uh, that, uh, LaFace? No, it's not a record. It wasn't a, the record company like
0: Bass, bass Music?
1: It was jazz music, soul music, and like people like outcast Everything was in it. It Wasn't a record label. <laughs> That's what everybody struggles, boy. I tell you. It wasn't <laughs> a- One day.
0: <laughs> Shit, hold on. I- I'm
1: gonna give you a little uh, excerpt. The group <laughs> derives its name.
0: Oh, ooh, the- don't tell! Oh, don't! Uh, uh, don't tell! Oh, I know, don't tell right. me. uh um.
1: They should do music. Yeah, in the
0: oh my niggas, shout out! Don't fuck okay. with me. Put some respect on my name, Dungeon Family, baby. We go no away, yes.
1: Finally, bro. <laughs> the only two people that have ever gotten that are my older cousin and then. <laughs> My other older cousin. Like no one else has gotten that one before. So shout out. <laughs> shout out. All right. Okay. We're going to go to social. Uh, this restaurant still in its original location was listed in the green book guide for travel and vacation, the Negro Traveler's Guide. So it's still in its original location. It's, A This Ma- is multiple choice. Multiple choice. A Mary Max. B, This Is It, Barbecue and seafood. C, Pity Pat's Porch, or D, Busy Bee Cafe? Busy Bee. How positive are you?
0: 100%. Because Mary Max is Black-owned now, but it wasn't always Black-owned.
1: Damn. Busy. Yeah, you right. It's Busy ah! Bee Cafe. Look at you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Niggas want to stop at their Mary Max. I'll tell you that right <laughs>
1: Look at you on your, your Atlanta. You
0: know
1: your Atlanta. That's shout out. That's on MLK. <laughs> yep, shout out. Look at you. All right. Okay. We got to make this one a little... Uh... <laughs> we'll be, no, I'm going to go to movies. What's we, the prize?
0: Yeah. A six-piece gift
1: card for a six-piece wing? Yeah. I'll let you... I'll, uh, I'll get you a six-piece wing and uh send you a picture with my shirt off.
0: <laughs> and
2: a do rag. And a, and a but
1: shut off with a do rag on eating chicken wings. That's that's the prize right there. Yeah, no six piece. You just get a picture of me with a do rag on eating chicken wings and drinking liquor.
0: How fitting.
1: You're, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> um, what college does Devin attend in Drumline? It's multiple choice. You want to hear the multiple choice?
2: Yeah.
1: All right. A. Morris Brown. B. Atlanta A and Atlanta A and T. Or D. Southwest DeKalb College.
0: Atlanta A and T.
1: Yes. Was the Southwest DeKalb College?
0: Hey, <laughs> yeah, you almost Southwest DeKalb. I know Southwest DeKalb High School. <laughs> Southwest DeKalb College.
1: <laughs> Who? What? <laughs>
0: That's what? not what I'm going to get,
1: though. It's not for real. Right. That's why I wrote it down like The way you that. said it.
0: Southwest DeKalb College.
1: <laughs> you got to enunciate. You got to enunciate. What civil rights icon once sued outcast for one oh, of their 19th ah, ah, I Steph,
0: That was a big thing.
1: What are you, uh, three for three now? Four for four? Yeah. Oh, we got
0: to. I'm fine. It's fine now.
1: Nah, I'm gonna nah. All right, this one, <laughs> <when> <laughs> too,
0: be your own niggas. you didn't change the rules.
1: <laughs> I'll show you. All right, fresh from Fresh Prince. One of Vivian's sisters, Kayla, I mean, students, one of Vivian's students, Kayla, starts dating Will after they get into a yo mama battle. Jasmine. What was the name of this? God, she's from Atlanta.
0: And she went to North Atlanta
1: high school. Daddy taught right. it more. Atlanta. Bro, why are, you, why are you so Atlanta? Why are you so Atlanta? Daddy
0: taught it more. High. My mama know her sister, Neil not playing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, right from my mama Neil. My mama, my mama Neil.
0: She <laughs> made the pound cakes that year.
1: All right. What Atlanta rapper was once a walk-on basketball player for Alabama State before turning his career to a DJ and rapper? He's still around doing his thing today. He said Alabama State? My man stumped her. Yep, he went to Alabama State. Uh, uh, uh
0: 2
1: chains. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: did you guess, like, no, for real, though. Did you guess, like, how did you get to 2 chains?
0: He played, everybody know he played basketball. I didn't know he was a DJ, though, but everybody know he used to play basketball. He's yeah. Talking-
1: yeah, he first started out when he, like, before rapping, he was DJing parties and everything. He That's something that did. people don't know, but, yeah, he was DJing parties.
0: He keep a, on, on, on <laughs> <You are dumb. laughs> a billboard on Old National. You are dumb. He a billboard on Old National.
1: I don't know why that was funny, bro. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, let's see. What group recorded the theme song for All That?
0: TLC. Oh, that, uh, you mad? This nigga mad. Y'all gotta see He <laughs> mad on winning. It. it be your own people. She said, This nigga mad. <laughs> your, face, your face went blank. She said, This nigga mad. <laughs> Will, your face was like this. He said, You said, You, no, you said.
1: <laughs> Bro, like, cause, all right, hold on. All right. This movie serves as a spinoff." off. <laughs> No, ain't no time out, nigga. You got to keep it going. You got to keep it going.
2: This
1: movie, serves, this movie serves as a spinoff to Barbershop with Widow Gina moving to ATL from Chicago and buying a Harrison line. Name this movie. It's, do you want the multiple choice or not? Yeah. Huh?
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. A, good hair. B, Natalie Ever After. C, beauty shop. Or D, Hair line.
0: Beauty
1: shop. How positive are you?
0: thing as hair salon hundred percent.
1: How you know there's no such thing as hair salon?
0: It is not. That's so generic. That's a that was a throw me off.
1: <laughs> it was. You right. It's beauty <laughs> who was in it. Who was in it?
0: Latifa and um do you, huh?
1: do you know what um good hair what movie that is? I
0: saw that that's with Chris Rock it's more like a documentary type of thing. happily no. ever after was a Sonale thing. What no Napoli yeah <laughs>
1: Yes, and that's newer. It just it came out in twenty twenty one. Yeah, God dang, bro. All right, the movie ATL is loosely based on what two AT aliens experiences. It's multiple choice, but I'm gonna see if you can get before I give
2: multiple choice.
0: Because I think it's supposed to be called Jelly Beans. It was a skate movie.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Because I remember this is crazy. Because like back in the day, this was like my mommy Chula was on the uh, radio and stuff. And uh we had went to whatever that skate park skating rink is in um old national and it was like they they was talking about it way back then it's like we just we're gonna do a skate movie i don't know i'm I'm do me give me multiple choice i'm gonna see who i think okay.
1: is multiple choice uh usher and chili sierra and t monica and shannon brown are t boss in dallas Austin
0: T Boss in Dallas Austin.
1: That was too easy, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, it was T Bossett because Usher and Tilly, too much of an age gap. And then, yeah, T-shirt and um, Bow Wow was
2: too new. Yeah, damn,
0: bro. Dallas Austin, uh, my family know him. His uh, he grew up on my um, but my uncle,
1: <laughs> he grew around from around my, my mama and He grew up he around my mama and That's cool. <laughs> wow, that's so funny. <laughs> Atlanta people are hilarious, bro. <laughs>
0: Love. you got more
1: yeah you know what randomly it's made me th- the first question or well, the second question about the restaurant or whatnot remember when you took us to this is it barbecue when we came here for um we came here for the jay-z kanye watch the throne concert and we went and you took us to uh to this is it it was me janae like did, didn't you take us there
0: I don't think that was me
1: or did you tell us maybe you just told us about it
0: i and saw Watch the throne because i was in school i came back to see watch the throne we no having-
1: i know but yeah like but i felt like you was here maybe you just told us to go there because that was 2011
0: yeah because i came because they added they added a show and we yep. the second show that
1: so maybe a- you just told you told us to go to this is it
0: i've got the best this is it though thank you you what That this is it in
1: that little plaza in Smyrna. That's the best one. Oh, for really? I drive past that one all the time, too.
0: The first one.
1: That's the first one. Mm -hmm. All right. What is Lauren London's new, new? What is her real name in the movie ATL? You want multiple choice? All right. Yeah. May have got it, y'all. May have got it. Uh, A. Nakisha Garnett. B, Nikisha Barnett. C, Aaron Garnett. Or D, Lauren Newman. You want those again?
0: Aaron Garnett.
1: Bruh, did you guess? That's right.
0: Somebody was like, Aaron. He's like, who, Aaron? Why the fuck Picasso in your house? (laughs) You are stupid.
1: (laughs) All right. You're okay. Let me see. All right. This 2012 found footage style drama styles stars Curtis Snow playing a fictionalized version of himself as Snow he gets
0: in. Bluff, bruh. And, hey, you want to hear something crazy? The guy who works the fuck with in Vice City, I saw his house on that movie. No lie. I said that's such and such house. Oh,
1: so you was out there in the fucking hood messing with these niggas then?
0: Yeah, I think it something else. But yeah. No you lie. was curious.
1: You was curious. <laughs>
0: house
1: you was your pussy was curious
0: but what your Miami say I, I, you, are you, I'm curious is you serious I was curious yeah I for a minute let's that, that spend a couple of months
1: oh shit that's hilarious I remember when that first came out everybody was talking about that
0: and it wasn't real it was filmed to make it look that way that shit right like like that. but
1: he was an actual like drug dealer and everything though and he actually just got arrested last year for uh, he was like ho- like holding somebody hostage or had himself like in some kind of bank room or something. And yeah, he just last
0: year. <laughs> the nigga <named> Curtis Snow.
1: <laughs> Damn, I never really thought about that. That nigga's name really is Curtis Snow. Like, it's crazy.
0: He look crazy. I, I he just look so dirty. Man, I don't want him to take a bath. He,
1: he did, did look. He looked like if he fingers you, you gonna get you gonna catch some.
0: And it's like he got them like them faded boxers, and he don't manscape
1: because he old school. Ugh. Oh yeah, he old school. It's like watching old porn when the men and the women had a bunch of nasty ass hair down there, like that's, that's 70s porn right there, boy. They don't shave for shit. He said,
0: "Do you
2: like,
1: "What's manscape?" I don't even know what the shit is. What manscape? That sounds gay motherfucker. Like that's what he said. Human, uh, Curtis Snow and Boosie. <laughs>
2: i the snow snowing boozey. <laughs> he looks
1: 60. And he like, oh, Lord. Now, I'm going to get you with this one. There's no way you're getting this one. Uh, in the movie Ride Along, Ice Cube and Kevin Hart receive a call about drunken Cody in this historical market located on Edgewood. He was played by Gary Owen. It's multiple choice. You want it? All right. So in Ride Along, Ice Cube and Kevin Hart get called about a guy uh, disorderly, drunken, yeah, you know, you see what I'm doing with my hands. Yeah, disorderly, yeah. drunken, played by white funny man Gary Owen, funny white man Gary Owen. All right. he, ain't so at, well, he divorced his black
0: wife, so now he white he he, he ain't with a no. man. How you
1: what? You don't know if he divorced his black wife. She may have divorced his white ass. It was some
0: shit though. He me take care of his kids, but he. You don't know. We don't,
1: you don't fucking know. I don't know, but
0: I know you,
1: that. Yeah. You don't know anyway. Yeah. A punt city market, b pity pats, c sweet Auburn curb market or oh, d varsity. I go that
0: way home from work every day. I actually got lunch with sweet auburn two days ago, Brad. Why food. do
1: you say is that though? Are you guessing? Like
2: I don't know.
0: I don't know. You said Edgewood. Ponce is not on Edgewood. Sweet God home- damn. <laughs> go that That's like I'm from New York. Every day I go home, every day. <laughs> they got that good New Orleans Bistro in there, bruh. You are so fucking Atlanta, bruh. <laughs> collard greens in there. I be we be going in there for work.
1: This nigga is so Atlanta. <laughs> Grady
0: is up the street from Grady too.
1: <laughs> are you, are you a Grady baby?
0: Hell no. I, I was born.
1: Cause you was born where? I was born
0: in Georgia. My dad was in the army.
1: Because I've learned after living here, Grady babies is something different.
0: (laughs) No lie, my brother. So it was in an accident in like 2015. And my younger brother, Grady got the best trauma. Like if you get shot, you want to go to Grady. And so my little brother, he woke up. He's like, wow. He said, am I Grady? He was mad he wasn't that great.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Bro, that's so fucking wild, yo. Atlanta's something different, (laughs) bro.
0: And no lie, when he was in the hospital, um, we was I was looking like just looking out the window, and no lie, I saw a shooting in the hospital park at Atlanta Medical Center, and it was on. I said, "They, they shoot it," and they. Was
1: shooting. I heard that uh, babies born in Grady normally walk out with uh, black air forces on. That's a that's what I heard.
0: Whoever I said, said that it. is really racist, and it's real, that is the saddest thing I've heard. Equipping. Oh, the- I
1: just I just made that up right now, so that's <laughs> from me. <laughs>
0: Clipping for life of the ghetto.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. What Atlanta University got its start? What Atlanta University got its start in 1881 when it was founded in the basement of a local Baptist church by two women who traveled to Atlanta to specifically start a school for the freed black folk?
0: Salmon College. 1881, baby. Yeah.
1: This is a new this is a new one guys like she hasn't got one wrong yet. We don't, all right, when I start asking these uh sports Don't
0: ones. change. why you say all right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right.
0: <laughs> all right. All
1: right, I'll show you. I start asking these sports questions, nigga. Hey, hey,
0: that's that's, what, hey, that's, that's what's going to take me out. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> all right, what legendary Atlanta leader helped inspire the name of Atlanta's WNBA team the Atlanta dream
0: what's the multiple choice nigga
1: it ain't multiple choice nigga
0: it ain't
1: so ain't what legendary Atlanta leader helped inspire the name of Atlanta's WNBA team the Atlanta dream
0: male or female give me some clues. it's a male to see him read no he's dead
1: i'm gonna say that he's dead
0: main jackson Huh? Aaron Jackson.
1: Nope. He's newly mm-hmm. dead? No, he ain't. No, he, he been dead for a little bit, bro.
0: Like 10 plus years?
1: <laughs> Over 10 years, yes. I'm going to just say yes or no to your questions. Okay. Huh? Okay. Who?
0: Martin Luther King.
1: Yes. Yeah, Atlanta Dream. <laughs> that was the <laughs> That was the <laughs> That's why I didn't make that multiple choice. Because if you would have saw seen a Martin Luther King in the multiple choice, you would have got that quick as hell. This
0: is fine. I want
1: another one. <laughs> I don't like you getting all these questions. No, on. <laughs> I don't
0: know. I you do some soul searching on why you your face went blank as hell. <laughs> I
1: just wasn't expecting you to be able to get it so easily. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm about to do a deep dive now. Then, uh-huh. um, okay. Released in 1992. All right, 1992, nigga. Released in 1992. This song was the third best selling song of the year, and the fastest selling single in 15 years by this rap duo. 1992 rap duo, fastest selling single in 15 years. Big song. Uh, some people may call them a one-hit wonder.
0: I know you're talking about. They just had a commercial. Did um, they? Two guys.
1: One of them, one of them is dead.
0: Oh, crisscross. Um, hold on. Hold on. Um, jump, jump. I'm back <laughs> You know when here's something ghetto? I for music day elementary school. I brought that little crisscross CD and I couldn't play it because it was X-ray. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Was it X-rated? I don't even remember them being X-rated. I guess they were, though.
0: Because they were standing to the back.
1: What civil rights icon was born on Atlanta's
2: Auburn Avenue in 1928? Auburn Avenue in 1928.
0: Who? Martin Luther
1: King. Okay, you might be right.
0: His house is still there, too, niggas. So <laughs> why is she such a nigga,
1: bro? <laughs> why is she such? All right, so you you destroyed all the Atlanta trivia. You destroyed all the Atlanta trivia. The only one you struggled on was the um. I mean, which
0: one did you struggle on again? The dream, but tech, I still got it. it. Just took some time. But if you're thinking about what was a visionary who inspired the Atlanta Dream, if you go into history, Maynard Jackson was a visionary. Visionary man really brought Atlanta into what it is. Now. What does that have
1: to do with the prosperity in China? It was Martin Luther King is what the reason why Martin they're called.
0: Oh, it was my lot. If I because I wasn't thinking keywords, I was thinking who was visionary enough to think about the dream. I was thinking about. It ain't that. matter what you was thinking. You was wrong at first. This it, oppression right here. This is capitalism. You move the needle. I rose to the cage. I got. I'm answer. not moving the needle. You're in the weeds. You're in the weeds figuring right. out. You're
1: starting to sound like Gen Z.
0: All right, right, I'm doing it on purpose. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. You're
1: starting to sound like, oh, now she's doing it on purpose. Uh, uh-huh. Um. Okay. Let's see. I'm about to give you some harder ones.
0: Yeah, because sports, I'm not good with sports,
1: so. Missing You was the lead single from the Set It Off soundtrack. Name the four singers on that song.
0: You- I love Brandy uh, to get the room. <laughs> I don't know who on that. Hey, got shit to do with Atlanta.
1: It don't. I just told you you killed the Atlanta, so I just moved on from Atlanta.
0: Okay, because baby, I know Babyface produced it, and hey, that's a good yeah. soundtrack. So,
1: though. okay, so it's four women. I mean, so you already said Brandy, right? You said Brandy. Yeah, I, the I, other I, three, the other three women, they're all still alive. Two women are like are older, like parents, age and older.
0: Tamia, Brandy,
2: Tamia.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Brandi and Tamia. That's it. Two like one of these women was in a versus last summer. I'll say that. And one actually, one of these women have a connection to Georgia, to Atlanta as well. She has a song about traveling to Georgia. I'll say that.
0: Right,
1: um that was an easy hint. That's it. I don't
0: know the <laughs>
1: Shaka Shaka Khan, y'all. Shaka, shaka Khan. All right, what is the name of the high school Steve teaches at in the Steve Harvey show?
2: Well, Normally, it's
1: be, multiple choice. What you say?
0: Bullethead. <laughs> <laughs> no ass show and Miss Piggy. Yeah.
1: Hey, she said bullet head dang shout out to bullethead bro
0: Tal somebody at work bullethead. <laughs> bullethead
1: she said bullethead shout out. my students wouldn't know who the fuck bullethead is whatsoever
0: Bullethead was that dude
1: she said bullethead Hold on I'm gonna share my screen so you can see the uh see the uh, questions
0: Nancy, I know you want go outside
1: can you uh see it? yes. All right, we'll just do a couple of these. All right, pick. Uh, go ahead pick, 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 pick a question.
0: I get women for five hundred. Bet it all on women.
1: This woman, a pregnant teenager who refused to give I up her seat.
0: Is, but I lost. I know who she is, though. Fuck, I don't know. If I know who she is.
2: You want me to give you the answer? Bridges. What'd you say? Last
0: name Bridges. No. I get both
1: her last name and first name both start with the letter C. Connie Cronkite.
0: I don't know. Oh, did you, oh. <laughs> what did you say? Ronnie, Connie, Cronk, Connie Cronkite. What
1: the hell? What the hell? All right, go ahead, pick another one. Uh, I'll do
0: random for 300.
1: There are five black Americans who make up EGOT winners as of 2021. Which of these two are actual EGOT winners? Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony awards. Whoopi Goldberg and Jamie Foxx, John Legend and Jamie Foxx, Viola Davis and Quincy Jones, or Whoopi Goldberg and John Legend?
2: How do you think? Okay. Let me hear your thoughts.
0: Whoopi Goldberg and Jamie Foxx.
1: Why are you saying Whoopi Goldberg and Jamie Foxx?
0: Oscar is for acting. Grammy is for singing. Emmy is for showing. I don't know what the Tony's for, but I'm confident in that.
1: Tony is for stage. Like plays and stage stage acting. Live. Then A. You sure?
0: I think I'm going to be wrong, but I'm going to stay with it.
1: Damn, bro, you had Whoopi Goldberg right, but it's John Legend. Damn, bro.
0: I know you're pleased. I'll take TV because <coughs> you didn't seem to to set on consulting me. Damn, bro. In mean, your mind, you're like <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> he said. Damn, he wasn't trying to console me at all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Damn, bro, like you on your own.
1: <laughs> TV for what?
0: Two hundred.
1: She going back to 100 now. So.
0: Yeah, 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 you got, got to humble yourself.
1: <laughs> what TV show had the first interracial couple on television? The, Jefferson. the Jeffersons, Family Matters, Different Strokes, or a Different World? Jefferson. Why do you say the Jeffersons?
0: Because it's true.
1: Why is it true? Are you guessing? Like, what do you mean, because it's true?
0: That was Lenny Krabbit's mama on
1: the show. Yeah, you right. You right. That was Lenny Krabb's mama. How how do you know that, bro? <laughs>
0: <Some> random things. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Damn. All right, go ahead.
0: Uh, random music for one hundred.
1: She's sticking to one hundred, y'all. As of 2020, this Saginaw, Michigan native is the youngest solo artist to score a number one Billboard hit, releasing their first album at the age of 12 in 1963. Be- Hold on. First of all, don't cut me off. It's Multiple choice boo-boo, Stevie Wonder, Smokey <laughs>
0: Robinson. Smokey Robinson,
1: Smokey Ro- Robinson, Aretha Franklin, or Diana Ross. Stevie Wonder. Why do you say Stevie Wonder?
0: He was young. He's from Michigan. He made a big deal when he was with uh Motown. He was young. All of
1: these people are from Michigan. Know, I'm just throwing it out there.
0: Hometown, but he was the youngest, Stevie Wonder.
1: All right, nigga. Fuck out of here. <laughs>
0: Why you be, if, if 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 Serena Williams' daddy was right here, he'll cuss you out for putting all that out. If I he'll cuss you the hell out.
1: You are dumb as hell. <laughs> if, if, if Serena's daddy was here, he would let you know.
0: <laughs> I told you. No, let me stop.
1: <laughs> you are dumb. All right, go <laughs> ahead, nigga.
0: I'll do buddy. I'm coming in a minute. I'm gonna take him out. Come here.
1: First,
0: he he okay. I'll do first for 100 Stop. <laughs> you hear him?
1: Yeah. Colin Powell was the first Black person to serve in what position? Attorney General, Secretary of State, Secretary of Defense, or Secretary of the Treasury? I got her, y'all. I got her ass. Secretary of Defense. How positive are you?
0: 100%.
1: You are not 100%. I am. No, nope, because you're wrong, nigga. Secretary of State. That's how I knew you wasn't 100% with your punk ass. Hater. Yo, fucking. <laughs> I'm here to humble you. You need people to humble you.
0: <laughs> I'll take TV for 500. Nigga.
1: <laughs> Why did you? Originally an interim host for The Late Show starring Joan Rivers. This person was so popular, they became the first black person to host a late-night television program. Oh, yeah. Gotta ask. Flip
0: Wilson.
1: Nope. Arsenio Hall, nigga. Damn, you know what? That was a good black guest, Flip Wilson. That was a good black guest. <laughs> I
0: gotta give it
1: to this nigga. That was good. <laughs> shot out. That was a great nigga guest.
0: I do. Yes. <laughs> a good cis nigga guest. I do <laughs> <laughs>
1: you d- say what
0: yeah, I'll do women for 100
1: <laughs> good nigga guess <laughs> who is the first African American woman to be elected to the house of representatives
0: is it multiple choice nope <laughs> <laughs> either Barbara Jordan or Shirley Chisholm
1: which one you gonna go with
0: Shirley Chisholm damn the Roy- <laughs> <laughs> Gary, yeah. and FYI for the girls who wear pink and green, she ran for president, not vice president. Just throwing that out there.
1: Did so she win though?
0: Nope, but she aimed. <laughs> she aimed high.
1: Did she win though?
0: Part <laughs> time I said she would. She was second fiddle.
1: <laughs> well, actually, she was last fiddle. She didn't win.
0: But she aimed high, though. Okay. Um, uh, I'll take women for two hundred.
1: This woman is the first African American to win an Academy Award.
0: Whoopi Goldberg.
1: No, I'm a. i am I ain't gonna go yet. It's way before that. It's like back in the fucking forties. What's bro. the name for?
0: uh yep. She mm-hmm. won an Oscar for um, "Gone with the Wind." Show did. Uh, I forget the name. He you just... ain't gonna get a name. Okay. Um,
1: Oprah. Oprah Winfrey.
0: Oh, Oprah Winfrey. Okay.
1: Nigga, <laughs> Hattie McDaniel.
0: I was <laughs> halfway right. How you, 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 halfway
1: right. If you would have been, if you would have said Hattie or McDaniel, that's halfway right.
0: Oh, these people moving needles, and you making sure you move. You making sure. Wow. All right, we got
1: we're gonna do three more questions.
0: Music for two hundred. This is
1: fun. Uh, 19, 1979 is considered. The birth year of hip hop because of this song being released from a Bronx, New York group. Yep. It catapulted hip hop to become known nationwide. Name this song. I know
0: the hip hop, the hip-hop, the to the hip, hip pocket. Don't stop. The racket, what's, what's, the
1: what's the name of it? I don't
0: know. I don't know. It's shit.
1: You got it though. It's rapper's delight.
0: Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know. All right.
0: Let's do first for 200.
1: First artist to win the Grammy Award for best rap performance. We're on DMC. How positive are you? you just guessing, ain't you?
0: No, because that was a big thing.
1: Nigga, well, I'm sorry. It's I thought it was down.
0: Fuck. Damn, bruh. In 1993. No. Yeah. No,
1: 1989. 1989,
2: my bad. Okay. I'll... TV for 200. Two hundred.
1: What is the first all black cartoon? And it ain't multiple choice, cause you would guess it if it when
0: was I say this, choice. Mickey Mouse. I'm joking. Uh, Nigga. Be- <laughs> not, it wasn't
2: Baby's Kids. Hold on. Nope. It wasn't Waynehead. Damn,
1: that was a damn. That was a deep dive. Waynehead, shut out. I remember, I used to watch Wayne Head all the time, bro, especially when, if it was one of those Sunday mornings where, I, when I would pretend like I was sick, so I didn't have to go to church, I would watch Wayne Head. That was my,
2: <laughs> when I was a little kid. Um, let me guess, hold on. Uh, um, um.
0: I give up. Hold on, fat Albert.
2: Damn.
1: <laughs> yeah. Damn, I was so close.
2: Okay. <laughs>
1: Bruh. <laughs> Look
2: at you. You hate to see niggas
0: get it. Look at your fat. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: hate to see niggas
0: winning. Um I'll take rant uh rant music for 500
1: Y'all hate to see niggas winning. Only two hip hop acts have won the Grammy for album of the year as of 2021. Who are these two acts.
0: Jay Z and outcast.
1: Which albums like when what years give Same, me yeah. process.
0: 2000 Stankonia uh, and Jay-Z I don't know. Let me see. Which album would it would do?
1: Stankonia was 2001. No, yeah, 2000. My bad. I'm sorry.
2: Um, I don't know which
0: one is for Jay-Z. I'm trying to think. Would it be Reasonable Doubt? I think it probably be Reasonable Doubt. I'm probably wrong, but I'm going to say Jay-Z and Outkast. Cause You're going with
1: Jay-Z? you going with Jay-Z and Outkast? Damn, Lauren Hill and Alcatraz.
0: Because Lauren Hill was big, but I don't classify her as hip-hop. I classified it as R&B.
1: Nah, that album was hip-hop and R&B, fam.
0: But you rather make it hard. that the death, Woo! Loving you. Little child, getting my feelings. Okay. Why are you
1: so extra?
0: <laughs> she was young writing that, too. Damn. She sure so
1: was. That is wild to think about. Like,
0: she's like young she's shit husband. writing that. Like
1: what when but, you're but young, you be in your feelings all the fucking time. So that makes
0: sense. She, album, and she said what you want might make you cry and what you need might pass you by. Ooh shit. Mm. Mm. Well,
1: women be getting their feelings, bro. You hear that?
0: If you just made it you don't, you know all end. right
1: i ain't got money to be
0: uh and what you need ironically, may turn out what you want to be okay i want to do
2: one more uh
1: random random for what
0: which i say oh. 100 100
1: 100 yeah <laughs> as a t- damn it it's showing the answer well can't do that one pick another one <laughs>
0: Women
1: for 300. <laughs> she, like, she disappointed to pick women. Oh, Lord, women. The first Black
2: woman to have an HBO comedy special. Mm. Who's the first woman to come to mind? Damn yeah,
0: sure ain't Monique.
1: Um. Damn. Well, Monique ain't trying to see y'all out here in y'all
2: bonnets and do regs, so... <laughs> It ain't Whoopi. Okay, it ain't Whoopi. Okay. You sure? Hold on. Okay. I give up. You sure?
0: Whoopi Goldberg.
2: Is that the
1: only person you can think of is Monique and Whoopi? You <laughs> <laughs> you, Will. Yep. <laughs> that's the only black women. That's the only black female comedians you can think of. Hold
2: on. You're not a
1: feminist at all. You don't support black women.
2: Let me see.
0: Let me see. Uh... <laughs> I'm trying to think. Uh. <laughs> Recent?
1: I mean, she's still alive. I don't know. I don't know what you mean by, her. I don't want to say recent as in, I mean, she's been She's been around since the 90s. I'll say that. Yeah, that really got her nail.
0: I don't know. Cause I was going to say Robin Thede, but.
1: <laughs> no, nigga. Ooh. Wanda Sykes, baby. You don't support black women like I thought. That's a damn shame
0: gotta go
1: take my dog out my computers uh don't tell me what you got to do we're about to end this podcast here oh, sorry. yeah we're about to end this podcast here um i'd like to end it with um something that you need to tell the culture what's on your mind
0: that look at here there's a little aggression in there
1: first of all it's not liquor it's wine
0: wine
1: actually i i'm drinking some nice uh a 2019 bottle of California Republic Pinot Noir.
0: Purple Toad from Kentucky. That's and, and
1: then I'm about to go make some chicken wings. I'm
0: about to go eat take him out and eat
2: this hamburger. Some
1: chicken wings and empayadas. Um, Leave us off with something you want to say for the culture. What's on your mind? Something for the culture.
0: For the culture, I will say... Um,
1: they might have be been recording this the whole time. No, I'm just playing I don't know why I I want
0: to say, nigga, we got to pick this up tomorrow, damn it. You got to pick this up tomorrow. (laughs) I'm just
1: playing. Now, what do you want to say for the culture?
0: (laughs) I would like to say, um, do what brings you joy. Do not feel pressure to um, break your life this year into quarters life cannot be breaking up into sessions and quarters like oh it's 2022 first quarter niggas prioritize your rest rest looks different for everyone but just make sure that you do it do the best that you can that's all you can do because we are in a pandemic listen to your body um seek uh care that you need health care you cannot if you don't have insurance you cannot afford health care um look at your community agency agencies health departments etc um but just take it easy be kind to yourself be gentle you're coming home to yourself that's what i said
2: word
1: like she said do what makes your body feel good so if that's sending nudes
0: ain't nothing wrong with curiosity pussy honey don't oh my god uh uh don't let the patriarchy rule your vagina i can guarantee i ain't thinking about kevin samuels when I'm giving it up, I can, I can tell you that right now.
1: Don't let the patriarchy ruin your vagina. Manage it
0: how you want
1: to. That is a fire-ass line. Don't let the patriarchy ruin your vagina. Manage it how you want to. A book series starring Chico Dusty. <laughs> Chico Dusty, Chico
2: Dusty, baby. book
1: series starring Chico Dusty, shout out. Um, yeah, and like send the nudes if you want to send your homeboy some nudes. Like, you need teach her like it's okay to share your nudes with your homeboy. Teach her. It, teach her. it. Is teach her y'all because she doesn't understand it. Like, it's okay. Sometimes you're bored. Like, I wonder if this nude is good enough. Let me send my homeboy because he's gonna tell I me to. You know, I
0: do live shows only. Live shows only. Live <laughs> shows. Oh, I gotta create the demand. That's she why I about like,
1: these live shows.
0: Well, you know, I am in your city. <laughs> you, text
1: message. you are dumb. <laughs> when
0: they get you in there? they about to drop it off. Oh, I'm in your city. You have hey. I'm talking about
1: so I'm in your city. Get your bag first. Hey, I'm in ATL. What up? I'm in. I'm coming to Atlanta this uh Friday. What up? I'm gonna be there till Tuesday, so holla at me.
0: Yeah, yeah. When, when it's that word up with the dot dot dot. Oh, you about to drop it off. Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i don't put no uh punctuations at the end i just be like yo i love to link up and that's all yo i'm gonna be in chicago i'm being chicago from the third through the eighth i'd love to link up if you're free
0: funny i didn't know i mean i know because for me I'm, I'm kind of a literal person sometimes like if i never i guess it's the first link with someone so to say but we never link I thought we'll get together. Okay, cool. Oh, we link. I was like, oh. She's so ignorant. (laughs) Cool.
1: She's she's so ignorant, bro.
0: (laughs) It's about, God, you heard you. Heard you.
1: (laughs) Oh, it's adorable. She had the shoulders shaking and all that too. Like, okay.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, Anywho, yes uh so feel free to do what you do like she said uh what she said uh don't let uh the patriarchy kill your vagina Don't let
0: it ruin your or body. ruin your
1: don't yeah don't let the patriarchy ruin your vagina
0: a little curiosity pussy every now and then honey
1: shout, shout out, out to the curiosity
0: and we gotta get by sometimes you need somebody to just touch you honey don't underestimate the value of touch seriously not just sexual but a hug but honey,
1: sometimes you gotta get touched now. Hey, why is she so so, so country? Touch now. <laughs> hey. hey, she been. She was forty seven when she was sixteen. So, <laughs> anywho, um, thank you, my nigga, for being on the podcast today for another couple hours in the chicken and liquor hour. I appreciate you and I love you. Shout out, shout out to you. this beautiful, um, uh, black. Queen with the beautiful hair, the great skin, great career, great personality, and even more beautiful <laughs> twins is y'all. If y'all not watching this, you just listening. The twins is popping.
0: And I'm just, and I fit and I cook. No,
1: <laughs> he said she thicker than cold peanut butter, y'all. Fuck
0: around, the only i of cooking, cooking, carb
1: You just. She uh she's cooking cornbread topless. That's her OnlyFans.
0: well, that'd be if I really want that'd be some quality ass content,
1: man. You would make some hey, I spend a dollar or two on that. You, I, look, I, but I, shit, it ain't gotta be only fans. You send me a random video of you frying some chicken topless. I'm like, let me send her. We well, said, Chick-fil-A gift card? I'll send you a Chick-fil-A gift card. <laughs>
0: I'm big. Uh, I uh, I got a dog. I'm a dog. I'm a mother. That's 150 worth of content.
1: 150. No, see, she bugging again. We just thought we. <laughs> she she bugging again,
0: Then you black, black 150. Like you ain't heard.
2: Me.
1: She bugging at 150. That's a that's a that's some head. She tripping, y'all. Don't <laughs> listen to her. $150? Because women, women is charging for way less for head. You talking about $150 for for a video of you frying some fish.
0: You should do an episode about like how much sex would cost if people for those who don't engage, I don't engage in sex work, but for those who that would be a good episode, how much shit costs. Back shots for a guy! Wait, hey, what's the back show? And he's like, does that include hair pulling? Are we talking?
1: we talking about choking. we talking about slapping ass. Like, what are we talking about? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nigga. Am I in the pillow? What are we talking about?
1: Who would even be willing to actually talk about that with their facial?
0: Yeah, that would right. be. Would that. I, I would just be curious because sex work is interesting. Like different things, I mean, sex is work. In general, but like I think it, you know, for people, it's worth paying for, cause that's if you talk about oral sex for men and women, that's work,
1: bro. Cause my jaw be hurting, bro.
0: Shit. <laughs> you know that's Fantasia Me look she on the microphone and she sweat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and shit, my jaw be hurting. God name eating vagina is. That's that's the next that's the next thing we are gonna talk about. What's uh what's re- what requires more work. Eating vagina or sucking penis, what requires more work?
0: I'm a sister, that's what we- and I don't lick vagina. I would, I would dare say, just the phallic nature of a man. Um, don't include my face on this part, if that's okay. Can you do don't that?
1: Don't worry. Don't
0: worry. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I would say giving head. Um, I mean, um, um, sucking penis. <laughs> that's. <laughs> I say. We'll go off about this
1: offline, but yeah. All right, right, y'all. It's been another hour of the chicken and liquor hour. Um, I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for listening. It's been a couple hours. Y'all be blessed. Y'all be safe. Love y'all. And uh shout out. Peace out. Be blessed.